Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, and also up north in Los Alamos at uh, AM 1490 and Santa Fe, KRSN, and 107.1 in Los Alamos. Glad to be here with you. Sorry we were absent yesterday. It wasn't their fault. No one was sick. And yeah, trust me, there isn't a day that comes in with hard weather that we're like, yeah, we need to stay in. We just don't do that. So, uh, you know, we miss you guys a lot uh, when we're not here on air. I know Dowd misses the show. It throws off the rhythm of the week uh, as well, and a lot has happened and surfaced. Oh, uh, by the way, we are now back on YouTube. We were banned for giving out false health information. Ah. Yeah, on March the 4th. I don't know what date that was, but hmm. uh, apparently we were banned. Hey, Eddie, have you been horribly sick with the coronavirus last year? No, I have I, not. I, I haven't been horribly sick, and we follow the advice that we give out. Yeah, exactly. So, so I think we're in good hands uh, <laughs> when none of us have been impacted with COVID. I know, Rudy, you do wear your mask on your ear. I've never really seen it over your mouth, uh, but, I mean, at this point... Uh, if I put it on my mouth, you really can't Oh, please it. don't do that. Please don't <laughs> do it. It's just, you know, you can do that on the phone. And you can tell. It's like, why do you have your mask on when you're on the phone? And driving a car. No, alone. Alone you driving. Took, you took away my punchline, Rudy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Presentation is sort of the key. And speaking of presentation, that's what I did uh, out there yesterday, thanks to the Rio Grande Federation of Republican Women doing a great job. And uh, Valencia County doing a great job. You know that. You just have to see the results terms of what they did and what they continue to do. We've got a full show lined up uh, here for those wonderful ladies uh, that are out there. And we saw the Valencia County chairman and just a bunch of people. And it's nice to see people involved and motivated uh, so we can move the state into a better direction. Uh, and, and as we all know, Dowd, you and I have studied and brushed up uh, when it comes to electoral issues in Valencia County as it goes, so does the rest of the country, but it didn't happen, and maybe there was something wrong with those darn voting machines, but, you know, it's like the Tootsie Pop, right? The world will never, never know. know. <laughs> It'd be interesting if journalists were actually interested in finding it out, but of course, they're not. Oh, uh, I think you can also get banned on YouTube, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Right. Let's not forget. Right. Uh, question now, in the election. You know, the big question yesterday... And we're starting here a little bit conversationally rather than me opening uh, today into a monologue. So I just want to preface it with that because we're also catching up. Dowd and I have not had a chance to, you know, really connect. Uh, you know, Rudy and I, same thing. But, you know, conservatives aren't using social media any longer. They're using word of mouth. They're talking to each other. And they're taking a wait-and-see approach. Now, Donald Trump did state that he might get back into social media. But I wouldn't bet on it at this point. Mm. I really wouldn't bet on it, given the... If you look at conservatism from the beginning, and you really kind of go back to the early 80s, let's just look at the last 40 years. Has social media and has the news been that nice? I remember them making fun of uh, Rappin' Ronnie, and then it turned into Rappin' Rodney, and he's too old, and the same thing happened with Trump. But you never got that, because Bill Clinton was the cool guy playing the sax, and oh, yeah. Barack Obama was the first black president. He was so smooth jogging up and down the steps, and you know, uh, George Bush, well, you know, he was just the, the dumb Republican. Or we didn't like the one-term Bush. I mean, personality, branding, has a lot to do 
has a lot to do with what we consume, and especially here. You know, people are pretty surface oriented. Uh, Dowd, you pointed out something great, which is, is journalism dead? Does anybody even really point out anything any longer? Is it just sound bites uh, anymore? I think that's what it is. But when you're here on the radio for three hours, it's not just sound bites. Mm -hmm. It's content, it's information, it's preparation each and every day. And I wanted to kind of get out some uh, information to some people because, you know, we've got, we got a couple of candidates that just dropped in the, to the last week. Uh, what if you just dropped into anything in the last week? You're late to register. Oh, no, that's okay. Because remember, we had the 2020 rules. <laughs> because of COVID, you can wait. Oh, everyone's got to get out of jail, free pass. Everyone's got to, you know, the dog ate my homework excuse. Everyone's got these excuses now to get involved and possibly to go ahead and flip that. And I'm... That is CD1, and I am definitely in the running to go ahead and make that happen. In fact, I am uh, quite certain I have a lot of good people support. I take people at face value. If they tell me they're supporting me, I say, hey, they must be supporting me. Because I don't know, as you know, right, Rudy, how to basically not tell you exactly what I think. You know that, right, Rudy? Yeah, exactly. Poor Rudy. Eddie Aragon, known for holding back what he thinks. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> that's, so, that's a great you point. You never know me. where you stand with Eddie Aragon. I mean, he's like a sphinx, you know, just staring yeah. up there. Uh, enigma wrapped in a... <laughs> Riddle. That's a right. Laundry. <laughs> so we sent us uh, out a little bit earlier today, and I guess we might as well just send and put this out since it is something, a missive that I put out everywhere, and uh, most of you aren't even getting information. Check Channel 4, 7, and 13, their websites, Dowd, uh, while we're here on the air in the Albuquerque Journal. Please tell me if the CD1 race is at all being talked about in any way, shape, or form. I'd like to see one headline. And there's very good reason for that. Because you can't participate. My lawsuit that I was attempting to serve was trying to encompass all of you and get every voter out there involved with this election. Okay? Now, we know the legislature, especially with the Democrats, they're not going to do it. They like the fix, right? In the Democratic Party, they've got the fix. They've got their date. They want to set up. Well, it seems like the Republicans want to do the same thing because, guess what? I did not get a single Republican to sign on with me. And let me compound that with one other thing. My attorney got put in front of the ethics board for, quote-unquote, a frivolous attempt at a lawsuit or a frivolous lawsuit. My attorney, the same as Donald Trump's attorney. You'll find out more about that on Friday. Now, I'm happy with the 134 people now that I've gotten to know many of them and talk with them and work with them. And most are taking my calls, and we know the ones who aren't. They're kind of like the ones that you check off. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we know why that person's taking it. But wouldn't it have been better had the Republicans, registered Republicans, been able to participate in this election? Every single person that you asked that question would say yes. Every person, even if they didn't believe it, because it just sounds bad. What is it that we don't like about politics? Insider trading. Insider trading, right? Of votes, of money. Oh, it's a fixed game. We're not going to complain about it. We've been playing uh, by the rules right since the very beginning. And I've been doing a pretty good job of rewriting the rules, as I know, Rudy, you have uh, come to know. Oh, yeah. Rewriting them, restating what's already there. Now... I did a little bit of a candidate guide today, and I said, here's how I, I address the, the group. Okay, so I'm going to address our public today in the Kiva as our conservatives as if they're our group. Got it? That can actually vote. Now, remember, you can't vote. Only the 134 members can vote. Okay? Uh, dear Central Committee members, we spend a lot of time talking about what makes a legal candidate for this important CD1 primary election. 
But let's consider other qualifications that make for a winning candidate, right? Winning. Isn't that the name of the game? You don't just want to run. You want to win. Why would you be involved in anything if you don't actually think you have a chance to win? By now, you probably have in mind a favored candidate. Oh, they talked to me. They came and visited me. Uh, I think he's good. Do you know why your candidate is in the race? A person's motivation is probably the single most important predictor in how they will behave in any given situation. What do you think about that, Doubt? Motivation? Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. say that's number one, right? One of the most disturbing things I've ever heard, it was related to another state, but I think it applies to all states, is that a lot of people run for the legislature to uh, support their legal accounting businesses, you know, to, to expand the Rolodex, okay? I mean, that's really the extent of which a lot of these people care. Um, motivation uh, motivation we, is we, very important. Name recognition? Mm-hmm. A lot of people might be thinking of saying, hey, I may not have a chance, but here's an opportunity for me to jump in. Hi, all you YouTubers. Look at the YouTubers are starting to drip, drip back in. Look at that. A person's motivation is probably the single most important predictor in how they will behave in any given situation. If your candidate is Eddie Aragon, you know by now that his motivation is to serve the people of New Mexico. He is not and does not want to be a career politician. That's true, right? I got a job right here. I love doing it. I miss Rudy and Dow. He's not running for public recognition and praise. He already has that. He is not looking for a job. He owns a business. What about your candidate? Are they a career politician interested only in power for their own purposes? Do they need a job? Hint, hint. Or do they want to make more money in Congress than they do in their current job if they even have one? Uh, how about, does someone else ask them to run? I got an anonymous text. This was very interesting. Can't wait for this to surface. Did they get an I got an anonymous text today, and I had to go trace it. You know how I can trace numbers, right? Uh, it's really great how you can kind of circle back on numbers. I got an anonymous text, and I'll tell you, I'll show you that uh, in the break. Just uh, examples, people just entering the race. Do they just keep running despite constantly losing? There's a lot of that. People just like running all the time. Do they think they're entitled to the position because they think CD1 voters can be duped with the quote-unquote fierce identity politics of Democrats like Deb Holland? That's really hurt us, right? We shouldn't be voting somebody based upon their ethnic background. Whatever happened to I have a dream, you know, based upon the content of the character, the things that they value, that they believe in, and whether or not, you know, I believe in a meritocracy. How about you? I think we all do. In our media-driven society, branding and marketing is the key to winning anything. How good of a marketer is your candidate? Few people can think about branding and marketing more than Eddie. Consider this. My phone number. Dowd, do you know my phone number? <laughs> there we go. Everybody in the world knows my phone you number. You can reach him directly, Everybody folks. can text me. <laughs> my radio call letters. Kiva. It's a room used by Puebloans for political meetings. You know that. Spiritual gatherings as well. I hope you don't feel like I'm, you know, what do you call it? Cultural Culturally appropriation, right? His station number, 1600, as in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the White House. How about the multiple va- platforms that carry our programming here? Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV. How about Rock of Talk apps here? Rockoftalk.com TV as well. The Rock of Talk app at abq.fm, 65-plus stations. And then the most important thing, how, you, how do you know I'm, not, I'm a conservative? I'm not all over Facebook and Twitter and trading a little gossip. That's right. I don't use Zuckerberg's Facebooks, which shadow bans conservatives, or Dorsey's Twitter, which banned Trump and Rush Limbaugh decided to go ahead and get rid of, or any other social media platform. And I have the most rec- name recognition in the race. They're even getting someone who's elected to office his name wrong because they don't know who that is. Of course, branding can also work against you. President Trump is a genius at branding his political opponents. 
Sleepy Joe Biden. Remember that beautiful primary, the Republican primary? It's just amazing. I loved it. Low energy, right. Kev. Oh, yeah. That's, the, that's <laughs> my the, favorite. That's the, right? the line, Ted, little Marco, right? Um, then there's pencil neck. <laughs> I love that one, the pencil neck. Yeah. Crooked Hillary. Crooked, yeah, <laughs> really. That went a long way, and that, uh, you know, because you'd be in jail. Literally, <laughs> the three or four words that stopped the election back in 2016, right? That just ended the election because you'd be in jail. Boom! You walk out with the mic drop. It's kind of awesome. And you had to have the presence of mind to be able to execute a move like that in a debate on national TV. One of Eddie's opponents in this primary campaign has developed a strong brand around one single issue, abortion. There is nothing to criticize about that, of course, but it won't win a conservative primary. It didn't last time. She only got 26%, by the way. And it certainly won't win a general election campaign in CD1. She did win the primary. Uh, that would be Elisa Martinez. I noticed that Brandon Vote, your friend, uh, Rudy, yep. uh, did not mention my name when it came time to talking about all the CD1 candidates. Did you know that? I did not. That's he disappointing. That. Well, That's disappointing. hey, you're looking for honesty in journalism. There you go. Another of Eddie's primary opponents is branded by his votes for liberal causes, such as the Energy Transition Act, which is also known as Alexandria Ocasio's Green New Deal, right, Dowd? Mm -hmm. And legalizing marijuana. I actually posted uh, an article today about high times. Boy, I hope I don't ever get ridden up there. His friend and biggest supporter gave money to Governor Lujan Grisham, which, of course, is none other than Darren White. So if you want a Republican Party that looks just like the Democratic Party, there you go. So, what's important in this race, okay? And if you guys want to go ahead and talk to me about any of these things regarding my radio station, happy to do that uh, with you as well, okay? This is a closed primary. Nobody's involved. You can't ever say that any of this stuff is electioneering because it just is. Check your rules. Integrity. The consistency of thought and action is the source of a candidate's believability, right? Motivation. But that doesn't mean a candidate must never evolve his beliefs or even his party affiliation. Ronald Reagan was a Democrat, a labor union leader before he became a Republican back in 62. Did you know that, Doug? Of course I did. <laughs> Donald uh, Trump was a registered Democrat from 2001 through 2009. Eddie Aragon was an inherited Democrat until he grew up and wised up. Since Eddie started his radio program six years ago, no one has carried the mantle of conservatism in New Mexico more than Eddie. And starting in May, I'm not going to say the rest of it, you guys... You guys are going to get that released tomorrow because it's for just for our audience here. Um, we'll just say you'll recognize the name immediately. Like Trump and Rush Limbaugh, Eddie's loud conservative voice has earned him a lot of haters. I, I would say that that's definitely true. But he's willing to be hated as a service to, to the conservative cause. Whether or not he wins this primary, he'll continue to carry the torch of conservatism. No doubt about it. Like Trump and Limbaugh, Eddie is a self-made man whose successes and failures make him able to stand on his own two feet. We're going to win this race in 2021 and take back a congressional seat that people think is impossible. Got that question twice last night. We must stand up for what we believe without compromise. That's the most important thing. I'm trying to tell and impress that upon as many conservatives as possible. Stop reaching across the aisle. They are not going to reach across the aisle, and that's one thing I do know about Democrats more than anything else. Republicans have won the CD1 race 20 of 27 times. In fact, the first 20 out of 27. But for far too long, we've diluted the conservative brand by offering to work across that very same aisle. As one of Eddie's opponents brags about himself, that's not what wins and that's not what New Mexico needs. It's exactly what we need. And it's exactly what's going to win, let me tell you. So, I put out all my information that's there. And I stated the timelines, and I'm looking forward to the race. I did state that I would support whoever is ultimately the CD1 candidate, but I believe that I am 
easily the strongest candidate in the race in terms of what I can uh, able to achieve, not to mention this very platform that's here. I also, a couple of things that happened the last couple of days. We also had a movement possibly based upon the rules of the Republican Party. The Republican website was down, Rudy. Oh, yeah, that the weekend. you? Like during... Incredibly. Yeah, because you want to be able to, like everyone's looking for the rules. What, what week are they looking for the rules? They're looking for the rules when they all need to go to RPNM's website, not available. NewMexico.gop wasn't available. I haven't checked it today, but I've uh, been busy. It is up. It is up, thank yeah. God. Are the rules up there? No. Are the officers listed? Ah, uh, didn't look for that. Okay, look to see if the officers are listed. These are things that we expect out of our Republican Party, right? Democrats have this done. What was the name of the woman who is running the Democratic Party? Maggie Megs? Megs? She ran for like four years. She's been handing it to us year after year. And a lot of this has to do with preparation. When you're not prepared, you're not ready, and you don't have everything on display because people demand it, you should see. When the radio station goes down or I'm dealing with something like, hey, how come I can't get this anymore? I have to react to that immediately at the five line, 550-5500. I have to immediately go to that and say, you know what, here, uh, can you get through now? I'm literally working with people one-on-one, trying to get them connected to our radio program, and you have to be patient sometimes. That's exactly what should be happening, but if you pick up the phoning dial and you're like, uh, where's the RPNM website? Nobody even picks up. We can do better. It's what I will continue to stress, and we will do better. And this is our first opportunity to do it. Unfortunately, none of you get the opportunity to go ahead and participate in any of that. And that I lament dearly. I know Rudy does as well, because the essence of a democracy and the essence of any sort of republic is what? Participation. And you want representation. You can't get representation if you can't participate. And in this, there's only 134 people who can do that. So I pray, I hope, and I hope God puts it on their hearts that they can choose me and be confident and happy with their vote because I will ultimately win the CD1 race. 550-5500. That's 550-5500 here in the Kiva. Speaking of, we'll be putting out something very short. I, I went 24 minutes last night. Is, is that surprise to you, Rudy? Uh, doubt? No, no. That's about the same about what I just did right now. <laughs> Time just disappears when I start talking. I don't know what happens. I just connect one thought to the next, and that was good. Uh, one of my opponents in the race, he only went six minutes. So, you know, then, then, then took questions. But I didn't have time for questions, but I only had... I went back up and tried to take a couple of questions and made some clarifications as well. So this is going to be fun. So looking forward to this. And regardless, uh, one way or the other, it'll all be done. And I won't be missing a day all next week. I get to hang out with my friends. D-Dowd, Muska, Rudy Grande. This is The Rock of Talk right here on the one and only Kiva. AM 600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRSN at 107.1 in Los Alamos. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting out, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999.
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage, and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. Le Chantilly Fine Pastries in the Hoffman Town Shopping Center now has freezer-to-oven meals that feed four to five people. Green chili chicken cheese enchiladas. Green chili cheese mac and cheese is yours with or without bacon. Oh, and don't forget the pastries. Go to cake.theplaceilike.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns. Defenders of your freedom. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Pumpkin pecan waffle with Sunny Side Up's own banana nut syrup and pumpkin iced coffee. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. As we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. All right, the clouds look like they're breaking up, but, you know, they still say a chance of snow tonight. But by tomorrow, things will clear on out. I can tell you right now, up on the hilltop, Los Alamos, we got a 36 degrees on a partly cloudy skies. Hayes Park in Rio Rancho at 46, and it's 43 out the door here at the Rock of Talk. All right, I-25, this is going to be uh, southbound as you're making your way past the Isleta Curve. And right there at Isleta, car just stalled, and they moved it over to the right shoulder. Maybe some tentative brake lights there, but that should clear up real quickly. I can also tell you it's getting a little bit crowded as you make your way on Coors Boulevard. 
Uh, really, this is going to be that typical slowdown, but this time it is northbound on Coors, basically from Western Trail all the way up to Montano Plaza. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Monty Cigar Shop. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, with the biggest humidor. They give you the biggest selection of both the uh, the types of cigars, the cigar uh, tobacco. It's just really a great place to go because you're going to get what you want, and they've got a tremendous uh, type of uh, you can get all, all the prizes you want with the cigars. And classy pipes, and you can get classy pipes too. <laughs> classy. Ah, well, anyways, Monty Cigar Shop. You got to go in just to look at the humidor. San Mateo, just north of Comanche. And buy something, please. Albuquerque's Macroaggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock what do you, what do you of call that, uh, You got a crash and burn, right? right that was man? me. Yep. Crash and burn, right He's there. He's fine, folks. He's fine. <laughs> when is uh, when is Top Gun coming out? I, I thought I heard July. Yeah, we need a like a. I, I don't really care. I know Tom Cruise isn't the most American guy in the world, but at least we can treat him like that for two and a half, three hours within the movie, and I think it'd be a good rally. July first. July first. Okay, there it is. Two and a half to three hours for a movie, really? That's Maverick. Maverick. Great <laughs> balls of fire. All right, five fifty, fifty five hundred. Uh, Rudy sent me a new screenshot. So they're using a template over at RPNM to build it using Wix, the Wix website. So I think, uh, don't they just advertise that? You like build a website for $10? Yeah, that's how that works. Isn't that what that is? If I wanted to donate, there's nothing to do. Yeah, State Party, Grassroots, and then uh, Dowd went to go look, and not a bro? Literally, I searched via Google. No website comes up for Republican Party of New Mexico. I found through their Twitter account, which, uh, ladies and gentlemen, their most recent tweet, Twitter's kind of like a time-sensitive thing. It's kind of lively. You know, you're sending out tweets all day long. Uh, most recent tweet by the Republican Party of New Mexico would be February 2nd. Uh, I guess that would be a month and um, 22 days ago. Uh, and NewMexico.gop, yeah. it says, we're building a new Republican Party. Uh, and that's it. There's nothing there. You can enter your email. Uh, and you can donate. There's a donate button. But that takes you, really takes to, you to the Wix site. To the Wix site. So these people are real dynamos with their, their most recent tweet. This uh, is not hard work. You just got to care enough to actually do the work. I mean, the, this is just basic. Remember when Michael Dukakis said this is, election isn't about ideology, it's about competence? Um I don't see a lot of competence. They have looking for New Mexico. Did you just, did you just quote Dukakis on our program? <laughs> I did. I did. My gosh. They have four buttons here. Like, uh, straight up like a uh, northeastern uh, New Englander. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Uh, we stick with our own. Yeah. Th- this, uh, <laughs> um, I, ladies and gentlemen, I am flabbergasted. You've got um, the, the opposing party runs your governorship, all your statewide offices, has a two-to-one advantage in the legislature. The opposing party runs the federal government in terms of uh, Mr. Biden, and they can't put a website up? Yeah, we got TV platforms, we got radio platforms, we've got articles that go out every day, we do the news every single day, we do a three-hour show every day, we get messaging out, I show up to events uh, that are out there, I take phone calls all day, Dow does research all day, I mean, you just wow. gotta care enough to actually want to do the job, yeah, and yeah. we can do this uh, because we love doing it. Um, Oh, I guess we could say that we would do this without getting paid, but most of the time we don't get paid. <laughs> it's actually true. Doubt it. You cannot laugh at that. That's actually true, right? right, right. It's a thankless job. You know? uh, just for the record, the New Mexico Democrats have been tweeting all day. Oh, yeah. uh, what, not, not back to February 2nd. Um, they, uh, Today? You mean oi? Uh, uh, the most recent one was 59 minutes ago. History made Dr. Rachel Levine was just confirmed as the next Assistant Secretary for Health 
becoming the first ever openly transgender federal official confirmed by the Senate. Uh, They retweeted uh, Ben Ray Lujan two hours ago. Women must work an extra three months to make what their male colleagues earned in the previous year. For women of color, this wage gap is even more severe as Latinas are paid 55 cents per dollar and Native American women are paid 60 cents per dollar. Uh, This is on the Biden uh, big uh, equal pay push. This is what he's doing right now. I think he was there with uh, the U.S. women's soccer team saying that they're only getting paid 82 cents. Yep, yep. On the dollar, is that correct? With uh, Megan 40, uh, four hours ago, Democratic Party tweeted out uh, the stimulus checks, how much they're going to help the Mexicans. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't win a fight if you never show up. Okay? Yeah, if you're not dressed, if you don't put on the boxing gloves. Wow. Yeah, so here's the other por- portion of that I think is very important to note. And if you start to look at the way this whole thing is, is setting up, it's it's not just that there's no website, but everything else is in total and complete disarray. Uh, what, do, what do I often say to you two? The beatings will commence until... Well, morale we'll, morale we'll, improves. <laughs> yeah, until morale improves. We will continue to beat you <laughs> over the head, over and over. And I will tell you, Dowd is his brother's keeper because he's like on me. Eddie, where's this? Where's this? Where's this? He's on it because he cares. If you don't, People don't care how much you do until they know how much you care. That's it. Every single time. If they know you're impassioned, you're care, you're disciplined, you show up every single day, that's what they care about. They care that you're prepared. Preparation is everything. And, of course, we know luck is uh, when, uh, preparation when preparation meets opportunity. Meets opportunity. Think, oh, my God. I was, I was, hey, I was, I was in my own amazing. reverie there. I was just thinking about all the people who voted for Steve Pierce to run your Republican Party. Yeah. You must be really proud, folks, of the fact that you don't have a website up, and you haven't issued a single tweet in a month and three weeks. Good job. Good leadership there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't need uh, tweets. Uh, remember, we as conservatives don't need to be on uh, Twitter or anything, but we do need to be out there every single day. And hmm. I have to tell you, you know, the things that have happened to our president, President Trump, and the way that he was completely kicked, and the, nobody who ran to his defense. Um, even around here, I didn't really feel like there was a lot of people who were stepping up. You might remember when I was getting on people, I was like, Fly your Trump flag. Put on your bumper sticker. Get your, you know, wear your America. <laughs> put it out there. Because if you don't, this is what happens. This is exactly what happens. And at the very same time that Ben Ray Lahan is saying, well, here's how the stimulus check is going to work. You need to pay attention to this, New Mexico. What's actually happening? Your taxes are going up. The Joe Biden pass-throughs are going to impact, and this is, a, this is an income tax hike on 62% of New Mexico. And just this morning, you started to hear on Glenn Beck, yet taxes are going up across the country. Remember that 400000 Cut that in half. Now it's anybody who's making more than 200000 Because they didn't tell you, Jen Psaki, when she came, I said, 400000 They're couples. Shh. We're not going to let you know so you can still support us. They're not doing anything but running this country into the ground, folks. You know that. You know that. I wish more people would pay attention but maybe it's not that. Maybe it's because you're not getting communication from the opposition. I'm glad you're getting it here, but if you're not getting that communication from the opposition, you don't, you're not armed to fight. This is why you guys come into the Kiva every day, so we can hand you your sword, so we can hand you, your, yes, your guns. Oh, my gosh, should we talk about that? I think we should do that for our next segment, don't you think? Yes. Because they are, they're, they're going to do everything they can. Why don't we do that next segment? We are going to arm you with what you need so you can fight back. So you can fight back. Right now they're trying to prevent the filibuster. 
We're trying to stop that. I believe that's what the Democrats use for the last four years mm -hmm. at every opportunity. I think there's an entire litany of the number of times yep. that they use that. They were. That's the savior of the republic. Yep. What are we yep. going to do without the filibuster? Yep. And, and now, now Martin Heinrich wants it to go. Oh, yeah. Of, of course. Yeah. Now that they're on the side of, uh, I guess, the winners, right? Um, they also get to rewrite history right now. So that's the way that it's going. This is why we need to win, folks. We fight every single day for this very reason. I hope that you tell everybody about this. Oh, well, I got more texts coming in. Thanks so much for listening. 438, back and forth, right here in Akiva. AM 1600 KIVA, AM 1490 KRSM. Hey, Rock of Talk listeners, do you know what's on the Rock of Talk app? The Rock of Talk TV, Rock of Talk Podcast, Rock of Talk News, Weather, Alarm, and more. Download it now at rockoftalk.com. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883-3683. Dad, I think we're in deep doo-doo. Is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper? Actually, New Mexico culture is rich. Plus, Monroe's has red chili, green chili, and the best customers in the world to go with it. Boy, Dad, you must really love our customers. I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. Great news! Ann Matthews Bridal just received the long-awaited Disney Fairy Tale Weddings Collection. Ann Matthews Bridal has been chosen to handle the premiere of this collection right here in Albuquerque. If you're needing a bridal gown, we look forward to showing this collection along with other top designer collections we carry. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. When it comes to vehicle maintenance and repair, you want a place where you can be sure you're going to get reliable, honest, and quality service. A place where a credentialed automotive expert will work on your vehicle and explain exactly what needs to be done and at a fair and honest price. And so important, where you won't be charged for parts and unnecessary service you may not even need. Now, where's this place? JJ's Premier Tire and Service, a one-stop shop for all your auto needs. Alignments, oil changes, brakes, computerized diagnostics, tune-ups, suspension, air conditioning, and more. And JJ's, the tire dealer for all major brands, including Michelin, Firestone, and Goodyear. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. We promise you excellent auto service, and we treat our customers the way we want to be treated. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Service on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and am1600kiva. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque.
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Something wonderful like all chocolate-dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San and on the web at CandyLady.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manal, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like.com. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. As the clouds break up and they're starting to move, looks like uh, tomorrow will be improved. No chance of snow tomorrow, they say. And it's going to start to warm up. We should be around 60 uh, degrees by the time we get to the weekend. I can tell you right now, the Russ Medical Center reports 47 degrees, 43 at the VA Hospital, and 42 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, still looking uh, mostly trouble-free. I-25 southbound, after you get through that Isleta curve right there, Isleta. They're working on a stalled car, but everything out of the lanes, I'm told, and traffic moving at maximum speed there. If you are on northbound Coors Road from Western Trail on up to just about Montano, Get ready. It's going to be under 20 miles an hour and southbound from La Ria to Montano as well. I don't see an accident or anything in the intersection. Just a lot of folks heading in that same direction. This traffic report brought to you by Taco Torte on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. They have refurbished the uh, entire place. It is now open. Dine-in is great at Taco Torte. And you can get still that family of five meal deal or takeout, or you can just enjoy it there with the family. The family's going to love going into Taco Tote. A lot of fun people, great meals as well. If you'd like to get more, you just go to tacos.theplaceilike.com. We're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Taco Tote Tuesday. That was yesterday. Sorry we didn't get to promote that, but hopefully... Uh... Nonetheless, you went over there. Thanks for supporting our advertisers for support. You're listening right here in the Kiva. Front page of the Albuquerque Journal, um, the officer who was killed graduated from uh, Highland High School in 1988, uh, Eric Talley. So our condolences to him, him his family, um, excuse me, his family and his connections here, and especially the Highland High School community. Um, it's always sad, especially when we lose uh, one of our very own uh, officers uh, giving their life and attempting to save and at the service of the lives of others. And it's really something. Uh, so read the article. Go check it out. Well, it, it is up. He was growing up here in Albuquerque, and the assailant is Ahmad Al-Alwi Alisa. Hopefully I got that correct. Uh, don't want to mispronounce the name of that, and I'm just glad that that is out there. Now, uh, we've had two major shootings in the last week. Is that about right? I think that's... Really? Yeah. Well, I think uh, the Asian massage parlor shootings, eight dead, that was last Wednesday? Sounds right. I'll I think that's about... I think that's when it, when it happened. So, obviously, politics is going to start playing into this. And people always have to point the finger. They always have to have something smart to say. And they need to react quickly. Because... 
of this is happening. It's an epidemic. We need to end this and end this now. Okay. Now, without going into the assailant in Georgia or the assailant uh, just north of us, about uh, five and a half hours up in Boulder, there are two tragic events. The need to politicize this stuff quickly, I think, is wrong. I don't think anybody should be rushing to judgment. There's investigations that are involved. We need to understand what's happening. But let's just talk about the Second Amendment for a second. And I always refer to the same tragedy that happened up in Four Hills. And it's the difference between the International Protective Service, who was there within two minutes, to react to three children being murdered. They reacted in two minutes they were there. Could not engage one single person, was armed, but he had to wait for APD to engage, which took them 20 minutes. In any particular situation, when seconds count, the police officers generally are minutes away. Okay, That's not necessarily their fault. As you know, here in the city of Albuquerque, the Department of Justice has handcuffed, and your first congressional district candidate, or excuse me, uh, Congresswoman, Deborah Holland, I don't know that she's ever even mentioned anything having to do with crime. Can you even find anything that Deborah Holland has ever even mm. spoke about crime? Does she think it's a problem? Mm. Well, not when you get... Uh, how many DUIs does she have? Three. Three, three confirmed. Three confirmed <laughs> five that two are, two are brushed off. Maybe crime it really isn't a problem for her. Never learned her lesson. Whatever. I digress just a little bit here. So, if somebody was there and you were able to protect your domicile and you were able to protect yourself, honestly, that would be the best way to go. Go get training, go get concealed carry, go train over at uh, Luis Sanchez's Calibers. Do all the things that you need to do so you're prepared for that once-in-a-lifetime, hopefully never, situation that is going to happen. Okay, We've had, I think, in 2019, we had eight home invasion invasions. Four of the assailants were killed. All of those were justified. Could an Albuquerque Police Department or a Bernalillo County Sheriff's Office saved any of those families. No, you must save yourself. Here's a perfect case for concealed carry of people walking into grocery stores. And this is another one of those situations, and we have to look at it just that way. If there is a sticker on the front that says, no firearms, don't go in. Exactly. It really is a very simple rule to follow. Okay, Theaters, watch a movie at home. If not... Figure out a way to go ahead and, you're a concealed carry guy, what's the worst that really can happen to you? Okay, Are you a perpetrator? No, you're not a perpetrator. You're trying to protect yourself and your family wherever that you go. Now, the man who died, Highland High School graduate, a white man, police officer, the embodiment of evil as far as Democrats are concerned. You want to talk about what they're passing on to the next generation? Look at Kamala Harris's niece. Pretty lady. Her name is Mina. She's pretty Mina, if you catch my drift. She declared that violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to the United States following the deadly grocery store shooting. I, you know what I think the greatest terrorist threat? Literacy. Your inability to read or pay attention to the news. That's the greatest terrorist threat. Or to properly inform yourself or know what the laws are on anything. <laughs> and there she is looking great in her probably $2,000 dress. She is the celebrity result of her aunt, 
which I think she would be the closest thing to a daughter to Kamala Harris, even though she has stepdaughters. Okay? She set off a firestorm on social media by assuming that the suspect was white. She stated, the Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country. She assumed the very same thing happened over at King Supers. And then she had to go out, and as you do, because conservatives, this is why you need to be off of Twitter, right? She says, I deleted a previous tweet about the suspect in Boulder shooting. I made an assumption based on being taken into custody alive and the fact that the majority of the mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. Do you know what would happen to any conservative had they gone after? Well, must have been a black guy. Mm-hmm. Must have been an Asian. Must have been a Hispanic. That would be forever embodied, and it would no apology would ever be good enough. Trust me. Ahmad al-Aliwi al-Isa, that's the way we say it, killing 10 people, and she made that assumption. Now, I know that you've gone, and I don't want to go and catalog all the things that he said. I don't think it's necessary to hype this thing any more up than what you already know, but... You've been reading his, going back to 2014, his praise of Islam and looking at Islam and saying it about the religion of peace. You can go back and see his rabid anti-Trump Facebook posts and tweets. I'm not sure if uh, either one of you have looked at that uh, down in Rudy, but sickening. And he walked in to this place and you, you knew that he wrote about the Christ church Massacre that happened in New Zealand. I don't know if you remember when that happened, but that one was someone who was eminently anti Islamic and walked into a mosque and wiped out pretty much every person in there. And he noted that. Now, I've consistently told people that you always have to be careful for what people are sending out as signals. This would be one of those cases where, well, he may have been harboring this for a long time. And he was looking for retribution, not to mention he was pretty mentally unstable from what we can determine at this point, what we know about him. Okay, So now I'm going to ask you, because the politicians have already made judgments, Okay, now they're talking about guns. They're not talking about mental health. They're not talking about anything else. The only thing they're talking about is guns. They're not talking about Ahmad Aliwi. They're not talking about that. The only thing they want to focus on is guns. Yep, and it's all about the AR-15, and it's all about too many guns being registered. Even Fox News is picking this up right now, and they're running with it. Because there's way too many people applying for guns or getting guns or getting their concealed carry. We've never seen this level of people who are getting guns. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris both call for governor-mandated buybacks of AR-15s and other commonly owned semi-automatic rifles, excuse me, right? Now they want to put that and put that fear right into you, and they're going to prey upon that to get this done as quickly as possible. Back on September 7th of 2019, Kamala Harris voiced support for government-mandated buybacks of AR-15, and Bloomberg quoted Harris as saying, I think it's a good idea, while admitting she was not quite sure how it would be carried out. Of course, because <laughs> it can't be. And nobody is about to go ahead and turn in every single serial number of every single gun. What part of do not infringe do you not understand? It is your God-given right. And let me prove it to you that this is your God-given right. Because it's your God-given right to defend yourself. What part of do not infringe do you not understand? 
I tell people when I go out, I said, I will make sure that every single law that touches those guns, including bump stocks, right? Remember the bump stock argument? No, they, they shouldn't be able to go ahead and, and do bump. The guy was the guy was already crazy. The guy's got one bump stock. Well, are we really going to start regulating and start to touch? That was one part where I disagreed with Trump. Do not touch guns at all whatsoever. Get your kids involved with guns at an early age. Help them understand gun safety. Help them get trained. What did my seven-year-old get? A Red Ryder BB gun with a target in the back. You should have seen the level of responsibility between his hat, Samuel, goggles, target, everything. Teach them at an early age not to be afraid of guns. But no, we don't have that culture. Guns are bad, yet meanwhile, everyone's playing, what, Counter-Strike or Call of Duty or some other violent video game in in all of this. Teach them to understand these things. Teach them to understand what's actually happening, so that there isn't any sort of disconnect. But our politicians are terribly disconnected from all this, because Joe Biden is now pushing the assault weapons ban. Yep, there it is. H.R. 1446 and H.R. 8. I referenced just both of those yesterday. Universal background checks and expanding the length of time. Ten days. Maybe never. Maybe never. And you can go back, right? You go back to Beto. What did he say? You're damn right we're going to take your AR-15s. But then you go to Biden on the other side because now he's president of the United States and he's run by a bunch of progressives. When he was telling his wife, and I think we have that soundbite somewhere, what did he say? Go ahead and go into the back room where I have my shotgun and, and, and fire off a few rounds of that shotgun. That'll make those people go away. Where's that? Where's that American strength? Where's that ability to defend yourself? Nowhere in any of this. I'm telling you, it's not. it's two things that could set off the, and this is a dangerous thing, to think about, okay? There's two things that could set off a full-on civil war in, in most major metropolises. And that's touching our guns and economic calamitous, where we're, calamity, where we're actually thinking about how we're about to put food in our mouth. And we're sort of on the precipice of that right now. may not feel like it. Houses are way up. We have an unbelievable run in the stock market. All these things have taken place. But we're closer to that than you can possibly think. We've talked to you about the law of 80s. Greg Zanetti has talked about that, right? Let's go back from 41. What does that come after? 2020 becomes 2021. 1940 becomes 1941. 1860 becomes 1861. 1780 becomes 1781. Every single time in that law of the 80 years, something huge happens. And, folks, we're only three months into this year about to complete that third month and we might just be on the cusp of one of those times 550 5500 that's 550 5500 rudy uh weather and traffic okay out there um for the most part except on course just slow in that patch we talked about last time all right that's not Kimmich, is it nope this is a Coors um montana plaza in that there area we go. all right back with uh, weather and traffic with rudy grande here and we'll kick off hour number two we'll talk about intel and just a huge loss of private sector jobs here in the state of New Mexico. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solatone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. 
and this is Deb Slight from Tanrio Westlife. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tanrio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home? Software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. Eight five six. 1171 856-1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com this is the rocker talk on am 1600 kiva albuquerque not wait. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. After two mass shootings in two weeks, the White House hints that President Biden may take executive action on gun control. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says President Biden isn't waiting for Congress to fail on gun reform, telling reporters executive orders are a powerful lever. There's current discussions and analysis internally of what steps can be taken. That, that has been ongoing for several weeks, even before these two recent tragedies. Saki wouldn't say if the White House would craft its own gun reform legislation. Two House-passed bills strengthening background checks face tough opposition in the equally divided Senate. Executive actions on gun control would most certainly face legal challenges. Rachel Sutherland. Fox News. President Biden has put Vice President Harris in charge of addressing the flow of migrants that have been crossing the southern border in the past few weeks. The president said Harris is the most qualified to handle the task. He says one of the keys is to look at why people are coming. The reason why so many people were leaving, we learned, was that uh, not only gang violence and trafficking cartels, but Natural disasters, hurricanes, floods. This says the Department of Defense is considering a request to house migrant children at a third military base. A group of Senate Republicans led by Texas Senator Ted Cruz are set to visit the southern border later this week. Cruz says the children traveling alone are being put in harm's way. These children are being physically abused, far too many of them, sexually abused, far too many of them, and it is Joe Biden's policies that is causing the abuse of these children. The senators are expected to tour a border facility and travel with border agents. South Korea says North Korea has launched an unidentified projectile into the sea. This coming just days after the North test fired a cruise missile. America is listening to Fox News.
The Bible is under attack. Last year, California's governor even tried to ban private Bible study groups. Now, Greg Kelly reports investigates the movement to ban the Bible. Watch Greg Kelly on Newsmax TV tonight at 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern as he reveals the dangers to Christians. Find Newsmax TV on all major cable systems or get it free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, and Smart TVs. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Protect your Bible freedom. Watch Newsmax TV's Greg Kelly tonight. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. In life, there is no stopping. But if you do, make sure no one is behind you. All clear. Progressive Motorcycle also presents basic policy starting at $79 a year. Progressive Motorcycle, for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for basic liability policy is not available in all states. A volunteer firefighter has been recovered at the site of a devastating nursing home fire in New York State. The remains of Jared Lloyd, who volunteered for a decade and a half, were recovered late Tuesday night. Lloyd was last heard from as he sent out a mayday call from inside the Evergreen Court Home for Adults. Rockland County Executive Ed Day says Lloyd's story is one of bravery. Determined to rescue anyone who may have been trapped. His loss is devastating. There is no other way to put it. But I will tell you this, his loss and his heroism will never be forgotten. One resident who has not been identified also died. More than 100 residents were evacuated safely. The search for a cause of the fire continues. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. Today is Equal Pay Day. Cecilia Rouse, the chair of the Council of Economic Advisors, says the president and vice president are pushing Congress to pass the Paycheck Fairness Act. This bill would be an important step towards ending pay discrimination through transparency and accountability for employers. They believe we must provide paid family and medical leave, make child care more affordable, and build pipelines for training that enable women to access higher-paying jobs. The Biden administration also says it wants to increase pay for child care workers. The rate of households homeschooling their children has doubled since last spring to the start of the new school year last September. That's according to a report from the Census Bureau. Last spring, about 5.4% of all U.S. households with school-aged children were homeschooling them, but that figure rose to 11% by last fall, according to the Bureau's Household Pulse Survey. The survey asked the question in such a way to clarify that it was asking about homeschooling and not virtual learning through a public or private school. Before the pandemic, household homeschooling rates had remained steady at around 3.3%. I'm Lisa Lacerra, and this is Fox News. Let's get hour number two underway and put things together, starting with the weather looking like the clouds are going to move on out, and so will the snow along with it. Maybe a light dusting tonight, but uh, tomorrow looking like we're heading up towards 60 again. That sounds really awesome. 35 degrees in Santa Fe right now, 57 in Corrales, and 56 at the Rock of Talk. Slow traffic uh, still coming out of Kirtland Air Force Base. Northbound the trip, really from southern crossing central all the way to I-40. Nothing but under 10 miles an hour. Still finding a slow drive heading into the uh, big eye. This is going to be I-25 northbound. Right there at Lomas, you know that big, huge gore point? That's the one between the two lanes as you're making a transition. They got a stall car working there, big yellows on the scene. And that's why you're finding some slowdown there. Nothing big, but do be aware of it. This traffic report brought to you by Raw Greens. Now, I know you've seen Raw Greens on San Mateo, just north of Manal. Now, come on into Raw Greens. They have all-natural CBD and hemp products. 
just for anxiety, for stress, for the pets. They are a great place to go. Raw Greens on San Mateo, just north of Manal. And with that, we're up to date now. Let's dive in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I am Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM on the app and the website at rockoftalk.com. You can also find us on your television, Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, podcasting, and uh, our wonderful apps for Android and the Apple iPhone. They don't make them for anything else, folks, so i got to make them. That's just the way that it goes. 550-5500 here, hour two. got to talk about minis. Yeah. We're going to talk about minis. The miniatures, I think those are gone. What are we... That's all, that's, you will not be able to celebrate with a miniature and Top Gun. It's just not going to happen, so you're not going to sneak July in. July 1st, ladies. Yeah, it's all over. They both go, <laughs> they both go the same day. We'll also talk about uh, a new map. Twelve counties now in turquoise. Santa Fe celebrating. They're spiking. We did it right, folks. We did it. We wore our masks. And I think they're having turquoise parties everywhere. Huh? I could just feel them. The silver hair, ponytail oh, crowd that's up time. there. Just having the turquoise parties. and Thank you, Michelle, for parties. leading us through this crisis. Yeah, I can see that. Here's a toast. To, can't you just see it? I know that's it. You know I'm right. They're doing that right now. Like, Make sure you do something good. We're going to have these. That It's all the rage this summer in Santa Fe. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, uh, the anniversary of Obamacare. Ben Ray Lujan. And uh, other statements uh, that are out there. And uh, let's kick it off first with Intel, shall we? I think uh, Intel has, I think they got, I remember, because I was there at the job site, my father's construction company, Big J Enterprises. Anybody know the story about how uh, Gary Johnson won governor back in 1992, right? 94? 94. 94. Yeah. Does anybody know how that happened? Let's just say Gary Johnson financed his own campaign to the tune of $500,000. Now, let me tell it. Hey, I'm going to go off on a little tangent. So you brought up Intel. I do the same same thing. Gary Johnson doesn't know what Aleppo is and can hardly read, his, read a set of blueprints. In fact, I don't think he can. He benefited directly from... A very New Mexico thing. Uh, who's your buddy, right? Who's your buddy? Well, he had a buddy who helped him get into Intel. Because remember, Gary John, and I know you haven't heard this story before, Dowd. Mm. This is this is new curious information curious for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Gary Johnson had a friend who happened to be very involved with Intel. And that Intel, he was able to sort of direct resources. Now, they had a problem. This was going fast. The fab fabs were just going up. They had to meet deadline. They wanted to get this out. It was the big tech push. I think Windows, we just moved from Windows 3.1 to Windows 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, they, they were, everyone was going to the, the, the stores to get a Packard Bell or a Hewlett Packard or a Compaq mm-hmm. with a Q, right? Uh, what were the other? Uh, Gateway. Gateway computers. I, I think Gateway came a little bit later. Mm-hmm. I think Gateway was like, you know, that was the uh, Cowbox. Cowbox. That right. you got in. And then uh, Dell started what they were doing. That also Dude, Gateway. you're getting a Dell. Yeah. <laughs> so all that stuff happened later, like a little bit later in the 90s. That's when, no, oh, we want to ship it to you. You don't want to go to the stores any, uh, any longer and pay those exorbitant prices. But, you know, those were the main ones. Toshiba. Toshiba had a uh, uh, a computer. So, anyway, they're all out there, and they're racing. And Intel, 
was racing against. I don't think AMD was really in the game at then. Uh, it was Intel and one other company. What was the other company in the early 90s for chips? Somebody's going to know that. Well, anyway, it was this big race. And Andy Grove, anybody remember that name? Is anybody even aware who that is? You talk to these youngsters like, who the hell's that? He was Bill Gates before Bill Gates yeah. was Bill Gates. That's yeah. who Andy Grove was, yeah. okay? And this was all the rage here in the state of New Mexico. And you have to understand tech to really understand. Like, it was all driven by the chip. Oh, did you get the, the 300? Did you get, Like, people were talking about speeds of chips. Like, it was the engine for a race car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you had to wait 10 minutes, um, excuse me, 10 <laughs> seconds to, to uh, uh, open up your email... Right on AOL or CompuServe or what were the first ones over there? Prodigy. Prodigy. Just yeah. <laughs> like these. If you see anybody with a Prodigy, like they're truly a dinosaur when it comes to the tech age. Okay, and they would they would talk about these chips, and so oh, there's all the rage here in New Mexico. All of a sudden, they're looking at New Mexico, and there was a few people, a smattering, who were talking about the water usage of Intel. I remember it. I remember it. It's like, oh, well. And there was a few people who were sort of like waving the flag. The Green uh, Party, that was, yeah, they're going to they're gonna sink our resources. You know, the corporate giants are going to come here and bankrupt the state of New Mexico. And then finally, you know, clear heads prevailed. Fortunately, Rio Rancho couldn't do it in Albuquerque, but they do it in Rio Rancho. I think they were looking at uh, monolithic memories on the west side and a couple of other places to kind of do this bad plant. And we just appealed to them as far as the labor market. And so they were racing and had to get it done. Okay, so I've, I've set the stage as far as all this stuff. Because we would go to the top of the hill and you saw all these giant construction companies and they were wanting to get a, a hold of this Intel plant. I don't forget how many millions of square feet that it is. It's a lot. I've been in there. It's impressive. So, and they had to be clean, clean, clean. Because they are racing and trying to deliver and deliver. Let's see who we had. Signetics, uh, I worked there. Okay. Uh, Cyrix, is that the other chip? Did you happen to find the other chip? I'm really interested in that. Sorry, I'm going to lose it. So anyway, there was these great uh, magazines called Computer Shopper, too. Okay, so we're in the midst of all this stuff. We had to roll out the product. We had to build these fabs, and New Mexico is at the forefront of technology. We're like, oh, my gosh, New Mexico is going to do this? We could be the next silicon. Oh, no, there wasn't even a Silicon Valley. <laughs> Whoa, look at New Mexico missed the boat yet again. We could have done it, folks. So... Gary Johnson, in his infinite Aleppo wisdom, had the good fortune of being, I believe, next door or in close proximity with a very good friend, with someone who was helping a brother out. And he was also going to be helping a brother out. You know what Labor Ready is or Labor Express or any of those types of things? They're labor brokers. And these labor brokers, okay basically do cost plus. That's what they refer to in the construction industry as cost plus. It means that you are going to get paid your cost for doing the job. Baseline, you can never lose any money, okay? And all you have to be able to do is deliver more labor. That's like working for the government. <laughs> and he didn't have to read a plan. He didn't have to bid on anything. What Nothing. It was just there. It's like, well, whatever the leftover is, because this is ramping up so quick and the growth is so amazing, We because Gary Johnson is just a handyman, right? Who got? Uh, I don't even. I don't even know what his degree is in. I think he was going to the University of New Mexico uh, back at the time too. This is all he's doing. He gets the benefit of of doing that. He's like, well, I've got time on my hands. I'm making money. Uh, I can consider myself a successful businessman. And he literally wrote himself a check for five hundred thousand dollars to run for governor at the time. 
Now, at the time, with all that tech and excitement, and the fact that we were just getting a lot of retreads, especially, you know, you had Bruce King. Bruce King is like this. He'd walk in, hey. He'd, he literally walked, I'm doing my best Bruce King. <laughs> hey. That's like his head was hungered down. <laughs> that is exactly Bruce King. Am I lying, Rudy? Nope. His head was hungered down like this. The shoulders were up. It's like, like lurch. You rang. You know, <laughs> hey. But the thing is, is he had all his handlers around him. We were constantly saying, "Well, this is this, this is this." He had a good team around him that were doing these things, and you know, Bruce King wasn't really in control of things back in 1994. Back in 1994, it was Raymond Sanchez and uh, well, former convict uh, Manny Aragon. No relation. That guy is not related to me. I could tell you that. Good time, Manny. They were in charge of running everything, and they were just battling it out with two people. Gary Johnson and John Dendell back in the day. That's that, that was the that was the fight. And there was a bunch of other, you know, sort of loosely connected politicians in the midst of all that. But Gary Johnson won his race, not because he was a good politician, but he had enough money to kind of pave his own way. And the Republican Party at that time just needed we just needed warm blood and people who wanted to jump in. Gary Johnson directly benefited from the Green Party. Do you guys remember a guy by the name of uh, Mondragon? Do you remember that, Rudy? Yep. Were you even around? Yep. Uh, okay, I didn't know if you were around in the early 90s. Mondragon <laughs> got like 10%. Remember the same thing with Ross Perot? We had these split elections. and You heard uh, you know, Ross Perot, uh, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the charts. and uh, you know, <laughs> I stuff that hood, tinker around on the engine, get this car working again. Yeah, I actually, I was using it. He had a CRM software solution that we used for our tech company. Well, the tech portion of the commercial real estate company that we're doing. We signed up with him. And it was, I, I swear the guys only picked it. Tom Daschle was on the chairman of the board of my company. Oh. Uh, C.B. Richard Ellis. Oh, and it's owned by Diane Feinstein's husband. Yes. Dick Feinstein. Uh, the the railway to nowhere. $8 billion. That Feinstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the people. That, they literally picked Ross Perot for this whole entire a CRM solution for our computers, and that's how I got involved in computers and all that. But anyway, Gary Johnson benefited by virtue of the third party, and the Democrats did everything they possibly could to keep him out. But that was back in the day when those Green Party guys were true Green Party guys. Now the Green Party, let me describe to you, Democrats, what you're dealing with, is now part of your blue party. <laughs> They're literally inside your party. You don't want to keep them, and they're the guys that are producing the big green marijuana movement. That was one of their big things, sustainability. They've been at this for 25 yeah. If you pick up the phone and call the Green Party today, I should do it right now, but they'll never answer. There's nobody ever at the Green Party. It's just there. It's not even a major party status anymore. I don't even think they consider it back then. I don't think it, it I think, but Moan they're going had that. I'm just looking at the record, Eddie. You're right, 10.3% he got in 93 It was insane. Yeah. yeah. And you saw this guy. A huge he, for third he party. He sort of looked huge. like Tommy Chong. And then he had oh, he does. Things. Yeah, does he still, <laughs> is he still around? Uh, here we go. Let's see. Uh, born July 27th, 1940. Apparently still with us, according to Wikipedia. Huh. 80 years old. Alive and kicking. There you go. Did I do my math right? I think I did. Eight years old. So, 81 was, in July. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you had Mondragon over there. And then you, he, Johnson benefiting from that. And then Don knew that. He was smart. Then you have Bruce King. You know, uh, he was, he won, he lost, he won. And this is the King family. That's what they benefit. Now you go back and you look at the 1998 election for Bill Redmond. And that was an election I was actually involved in. So we actually ended up. One of the worst politicians in the history of the Democratic Party is a guy by the name of Eric Cerna. 
Eric Cerna, like, he was so bad, Democrats hate him. <laughs> like, he couldn't even be a good Democrat. It was it was bad. Now, his son, I believe Marco just ran. Oh, right, right. I believe that he's the district attorney DA, somehow yeah. or something like that, and I think they failed to, to prosecute. This is going way back. Like, there's so much history here. I don't even know how to do it. Can, I can go back to the annals of this whole entire thing. But Bill Redmond... Bill Redmond got elected in the 3rd Congressional District. Yes, a Republican ran the 3rd Congressional District for all of about, uh, what, 16, 18 months. What happened? What was the decision matrix for the voters then? Very simple. Stick in another Green Party person. And then have Eric Cerna run for the Democrats. A guy who's so uninspirational, own Democrats aren't going to go ahead and vote for. That's how... The Republicans won, us Republicans won back in 94 and 97 during the uh, special election. Once uh, Big Bill Richardson decided to go ahead and become a Department of Energy Secretary, United Nation, and all-around baggage handler for the good guys uh, then at the time, uh, Hillary Clinton and... Uh, Al Gore and all of them. So anyway, I totally and, and avoided your no, no, just, no, I, I don't know if this is fascinating yeah, it's, to you. It's fascinating to me. Okay. Mondragon, it's so funny because he was actually running against Bruce King and Gary Johnson in 1984. But Mondragon was Bruce King's lieutenant governor. Yeah. It was 14, uh, 16 years earlier, he was elected yeah. with... Bruce in King in 1978 yeah. and served for a term as lieutenant governor, and then later in the early 90s or mid 90s ran against the guy he was lieutenant governor for. Oh, political history in the state is always it's never boring. So now wow. that whole thing Ooh. is flipped. So now you have the libertarians. They're like the new Green Party. No offense to you, Dad, because you're not, um, uh, you know, in that an LPR. I have never been an LPR. Yeah. So what's really important is that's sort of the function of the Libertarian Party by and large. It's they have become the Green Party for the Republican Party. The problem is, is back at those party registration rates, if you're looking in the early to mid-90s, and it's kind of fascinating. There's something that rocketed up during that time nationally that didn't necessarily take shape here. And it was, it was weird for a lot of people because I was part of the Democratic Party in the early 90s. So I understand how they were looking at things. I mean, we were battling it out. I remember there was a battle for state party chair between Kevin Go, excuse me, Kate Stetson and uh, Earl Potts. I hope I, I don't even know. I, I don't care. And if you Democrats uh, text in, I'll be happy about that. If you can tell me that. Literally, the guy in Rewrite, it's like 258, 258, and, and, uh, or 257, 258, or something like that. And Bill Richardson was there. Okay, he was there. Big Bill, smoking a cigar and all that. And we're sitting there trying to kind of count votes and figure things out. It's over at the Classic in Uptown on Louisiana and Manal. And I just remember everyone sitting there is like, what's going on? Who won? Who won? <laughs> like, well, we don't know yet. And all of a sudden, wouldn't you know it? Where did you find three votes just pulling out of the pocket out of nowhere after the votes had already been submitted? <laughs> Good old Rio Riva County comes on in, and that was hard fought because I made a lot of phone calls, you know, for on behalf of, of, of Kate at the time, who was working with the Bureau of Indian Affairs uh, chair, who was Kevin Gover. So anyway, you gotta you got to understand, like, as bad as things are in the Republican Party or have been, trust me, the corruption, the hijinks, the interesting things. I remember meeting Brian Colon. Back then, he doesn't remember me, but I remember, you know, because I was hanging out a lot with uh, Tom Udall's daughter, who is Amanda Cooper, right? right, right or right. who is Amanda Cooper, I right, should right, say. Right, and right. That's like the power structure of the party. In fact, that's where Melanie Stansberry comes from. That's where... Um, Lonely girl, yes. Well, you if you look at her and you look at her background, I can literally see her just being, you know, my precious for the... 
or the Udalls coming forward. Like, I could see this happen, yeah, yeah. you know, and the way that they, they cultivate. But that's what we have to do as Republicans on this side is develop that base. And it's and it's an investment. When you're investing these people, you're not just finding warm-blooded people to jump in. Oh, you got some money you want to get in? Here you go. Okay, we don't benefit from that anymore. You have to develop this talent over time. And you have to get them to adhere to what those conservative values are because you're going to win, you're going to lose, you're going to win, you're going to lose. And that steady drumbeat, you can't just do... You think they got to that part in 1994 just on a whim? No, they didn't. That was built up over time. You had Tony Anaya before that. Mm -hmm. I think you had... Uh, was a Montoya. Uh, I mean, you had all these things, and this has been insulated. So when we finally decide to invest as a Republican Party and say, this is how New Mexico is built, this is who we are, this is why we believe what we believe, and we don't let off, and we are the party of law and order, I'm telling you, there's not going to be any stopping us going mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. And I think that is about to happen. I really do believe that. critical that. mass of people, personnel coming together? Well, think about this. Who else could develop that besides me? There's nobody right now set up, and not by a war of attrition, but because, you know, this is what we pound and espouse on every single day. Mm -hmm. These are the things that we talk about. And it, let's just say, it, even, and it's going to be successful, let's just say it's not successful, okay? At least you would have an ideologically different choice when it comes to voting on the issues, rather than saying, and this is why I constantly harp on this with Rudy, I'm like, don't try to work across the aisle with these guys. Sell your ideas to the people. Because here's what happens. A lot of these politicians get co-opted, and somehow they disappear into this weird ether known as the fantasy. Okay? They're, they're, they're having, uh, you know, <laughs> they're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars up in Santa Fe. That's what they're doing. Something happens to these people mentally. Okay? They, they stop being Republicans altogether. They go up there and like, oh. Pot sounds like a good idea all of a sudden. Whoa. <laughs> Move out. Go to southern New Mexico. Go to other parts of the state. See what's happening. That's still a Schedule One drug. And here we are still trying to go ahead and, and pass this. When it comes to the Energy Transition Act, same type of things. That stuff can get to you, and especially, mm -hmm. and I try to point this out to people all the time. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for not even getting to your intel stuff, but we'll okay. do it next segment. Okay? I promise. I promise. But here's, here's really what's key. And I, I want to say this because so many times we elect these politicians and we expect them to go ahead and, and hold the line. But you can't hold the line if these people aren't ideologically connected and you don't know what your basis is. One of the things that happened with Republicans, especially when Bush was around, was what? It was quicksand. You never knew. He got so used to the formulaic stuff, and there's where Karl Rove came in. It's like, pick up, read the papers, take the polls, and see which way the wind is blowing that day. Okay, That has killed politics. Because then you put the journos, you put the tele uh, television uh, people, and you put these personalities in charge. Now, what's the great thing that we had with Rush Limbaugh? What did we get with Rush Limbaugh? Which was so... The most important lesson you can take away from Rush, uh, from Rush Limbaugh is Rush was Rush. Okay? You knew where he was on the issue, and he didn't waver. Plus, he didn't espouse party, party uh, principles. He wasn't about the party. He was about independent thinking and about the Constitution, the foundation, but helping you think through all this stuff. Mary Matlin, James Carville, it didn't matter how many uh, people you were trying to throw at him. This guy had it down pat, so he was focused on it. But the biggest part about him, not just Rush being Rush, but when he came in. He came in after the end advent 
okay, of our time has come in Jesse Jackson and Michael Dukakis. And he was there the entire time with Ronald Reagan. He was basically, uh, you know, setting up his shop during that time. We don't have that right now. Our two true Norths were Trump and Rush. Make no mistake about it, folks. Those were our true, true Norths. Now the Republican Party, after all this, who did they take out? It's sort of like playing chess, right? The Democrats are smart. They worked on this. They said, you know what, just focus on the king. Focus on the king the entire time. And here we are trying to put Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty back together again with the, with the Trump campaign. And Trump's like, well, these guys didn't even try to keep me together the entire time. And what did they do to go ahead and service me? You have to get behind your leaders and your reinforcements need to be there the entire time. And the only way that happens, the only way that happens, it's like a Sunday sermon, any church. You attack the head, right? What, what scatters? Everything else scatters, right? You attack the head. Same thing with the, we have to create a head. We are a party without a head right now, both nationally and here locally. Once we establish what that is on that beachhead, let me tell you, what have I been doing the entire, what have I been doing the last uh, year and a half, about a year and a half? I've been attacking the head the entire time. Two years, two and a half years, what am I talking about? Because this is 2020. Back when Michelle Lujan Grisham came in, as soon as she was ushered in at the beginning of 2019, we went after her on each of her policies immediately. Yet we had people who were quote-unquote Republicans who were trying to work with her, and she literally handed us our ass with 383 bills that she passed, and I think only 70, 17 were rejected. Check my numbers on that. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty close to that. And why did that stuff why did that stuff go easy? Because we didn't tow the ideological line. Meanwhile, all these wonderful people, people like Rebecca, Natalie, community organizers down south, uh, people like well, voicing their opinions. Their voices were getting louder and louder and louder. But what didn't you have the Republican Party do? What didn't they do? They did not stand behind Donald Trump. They were afraid of Trump. Trump doesn't work in, in New Mexico. Oh, you can't say Trump. New Mexico is a, not a Trump state. You help them attack your own head. But now we're scrambling to go ahead and find that identity. I believe, I believe this next phase here as we fight, I believe the Kiva, I'm part of that, or maybe I am that. But what I am telling you right now is we need to unite in terms of ideology and preach that as opposed to just being the opposition on the arguments. And I know that we can do a better job. Uh, moving forward. We'll see if that happens on Saturday. All right. How about your Intel article and we'd return? That was a long way from... Uh, no, it was a fascinating was trip a... down uh, memory lane there. No, it was uh, so long ago, though. Back when the Green Party was relevant. But, you know, the Green Party doesn't have to be relevant because it seems like the Greens took over the Blues, as you say. So, <laughs> why bother? I just remember when, uh, <laughs> when Bruce King walked in, the boys, nation, or boys State down there in Socorro, the New Mexico Tech, he sticks his hand up his air, you know, he's uh, waving high, and it's like, oh, there's Bruce King. <laughs> You know, the one thing my dad would always say about Bruce King is, like, he'd run him to a job. Somehow you always remember my dad. I'm like, how does he do that? I said, Dad, he has people who are telling him yeah, who you are every single time. Here, so, yeah. so you got to play the politics. Watch a beat, ladies and gentlemen. They explain how that process works. <laughs> how the sausage is made. 529 back and four. We'll do intel when we return. I almost want to play the little chime. Dun, 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 dun. When we return here in the Kiva. Thanks for Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. Get the daily news dropped to your inbox every morning at 4 a.m. Sign up now at rockoftalk.chat. Get the conservative calendar, top 10 clips, and links of the day. Local U.S. and global news briefings, all at rockoftalk.chat. Hi, I'm Casey Gazzardi. And I'm Joe Gazzardi. At Joe's Pasta House, we have authentic world favorites, classic Italian dishes, and unique New World offerings, including natural hand-cut steaks, wild-caught fish, and local veal. Our focus is on quality ingredients, great atmosphere, and personal service. Come to Joe's Pasta House for a true Italian dining experience. Located at 3201 Southern Boulevard in Rio Rancho, just a quarter mile east of Country Club Drive. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams Real Estate Group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. The best website and app for radio is abq.fm. Over 60 stations to choose from, including classic rock, grunge, R&B, country, new wave, trance, even faith and gospel. All at abq.fm on your mobile device or computer. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. The Rock of Talk is now available on Roku. Just go to search on your Roku device and type in The Rock of Talk. Then download and enjoy. Watch the show live on demand. Get the top ten news of the day or watch any of our weekend shows on demand. 
All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Clouds are breaking up, and you're going to find that uh, once they're gone, the chance of snow will be gone as well. I know tonight they say a slight chance of that still happening. I can tell you right now, though, at the Santa Ana Stars, 45 degrees, 42 at Expo New Mexico, and at the Rock of Talk, it is 42. All right, a tough drive right now. If you're going to be coming off I-25 on the northbound trip and exiting San Mateo, basically from the I-25 uh, south on San Mateo, out to Academy, bumper-to-bumper traffic. A lot of folks heading uh, towards Academy. Once on Academy, though, it looks like it's going to be a pretty nice drive along Arroyo del Oso Golf Course. All right, as far as uh, the Rio Rancho, that, um, that drive on Unser, northbound, that uh, down to one lane between uh, Rust Medical Center on up to Southern is costing a little bit of extra time for you. And a smooth drive in the valley, except for Rio Bravo. The westbound trip is very busy right now as you make your way off of I-25 west on Rio Bravo to just about Broadway. This traffic report is brought to you by Sunny Side Up. In Albuquerque, sun's up, and we need to meet up at Sunny Side Up. They have a lot of great things you can see, like the veggie delights served on Parmesan-crusted ciabatta. They have a spring mix that is really dynamite as well. You can get it all at Sunny Side Up. Just take a look at it all at Sunny. Really, you've never that, had the uh, spring mix. I did. I had that every time because they have this... Great lemon Dijon uh, uh, dressing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Homemade, it's great. All right. All right. So, anyway, Sunny, sign up. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. With that, we're up to date. Now, let's dive into the Rock of Talk. All right. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. The Grey Poupon. Remember that? That takes you back. What happened when commercials were commercials? Man driving around in a limo. Pardon me, sir. You have some great poupon. There'd be white rich guys in a commercial today. You'd have to just like you know, oh. blow, blow the limousines up or something. <laughs> yeah, so. that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, anybody who's drinking great or uh, eating great poupon, do they even sell it anymore? Is it a thing? Yeah, I, well, it's not a thing, but I've seen it on the shelves. Yeah. Oh yeah, really? I'm gonna go. I'm literally gonna go look. The only time I've ever used great poupon is to. Make a uh, great chicken Caesar salad. And the egg yolks and the oh, yeah. little Dijon mustard. And there you go. We're Old grain mustard about. with Dijon mustard originated in Dijon, France. Oh, where is that? Uh, the U.S. rights to the brand were acquired by the Hubline Company, later passing on to Kraft Foods. The Dow 3000 is added again. Where is Dijon, though? Uh, it is in uh, the is it, uh, central France. Where is it? Oh, yeah, kind of like central east, kind of over toward... Uh, Switzerland. Kind of like in Nashville. Hmm. Yeah, Nashville. Nashville. It's the Nashville of France. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you just, you just took the class, class, class right out of the Dijon mustard right there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go hit Nashville. Go have a great time. I love Nashville. That's a, yeah, me too. Great place. place. All right. Uh, Dow, lay it on us, brother. That's what sparked Eddie, that. Eddie, Eddie's trip down political history lane, which is always fascinating. And um, it, it's funny, Eddie, because it does seem like construction companies here, there's so little private sector work that if you are in the construction business, invariably you either work for the government or a highly government subsidized private sector project. So it, it doesn't really surprise me that, that Gary was involved in, in Intel. Uh, you know, great news, ladies and gentlemen. Intel, semiconductor company, makes those chips. I mean, this is, this is phenomenal news, folks. $20 billion investment Intel is making. 3,000 new jobs. Oh, 
it's in Arizona, not oh, Mexico. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, boy, we were so Seven close. Seven point four billion dollars was uh, that uh, big investment they did out in uh, Ahwatukee Chandler. Yep, that area Chandler. Well. Yep, yeah, and they have a huge campus there. So with, when these three thousand jobs are added, uh, they're going to have fifteen thousand employees in New Mexico, and I. I, I no, just, no, in Arizona. In Arizona. I've been following the numbers in New Mexico, Eddie. It's yeah. very interesting. 2004, 2005, they had about different, different different estimates, but the highest I saw was 5,500, and oh. I saw one that's 5,300. Their latest report from Intel, they're down to 1,800 Rio Rancho employees. So you're oh, talking, we, got, we got more employees? Well under half of that peak number. We uh, went down to like 1,100. They did hire a couple hundred back uh, yeah. the last few years, but again, it's still nothing like like what it was. I'm sure they hire some employees and they're doing ribbon cuttings, like they're grand uh, reopening. I'm absolutely. Sure, and, the you know, they've been... Chamber of Commerce. Democrats, Republicans, the establishment in the state has been saying how Intel, like Eddie said, it's going to spark this wonderful industry oh, yeah. cluster in New Mexico. Nothing has happened like that. Meanwhile, Arizona, in addition to this huge campus they have in Chandler, Taiwan Semiconductor is building a separate $12 billion factory in North Phoenix. So the uh, chip uh, cluster that we thought was coming to New Mexico looking more and more like it's going to be built uh, in Arizona. And it's just, it's it's a bitter loss for, you know, we've, we've subsidized Intel to a significant degree with all those industrial revenue bonds well, part uh, here of in Mexico. the package is, of course, uh, livability. Absolutely. Uh, you have to be able to provide something that will attract a cosmopolitan uh, workforce. And that cosmopolitan workforce is going to want the amenities of big sports team, livable weather, yep. uh, golf courses, low crime, um, and they're uh, well, and low crime, and what's the other kicker on that? Education. Yes. Uh, uh, I will tell you that I think three of the top five public schools in the entire country oh, really? are located in Phoenix, Arizona. Interesting. And, and Arizona, yeah. as a, in general, is is basically the wild west of school choice. They have embraced so many innovative options. You know, things like education savings accounts and all sorts of. You know, private scholarships so that you can get tax subs, tax credits for uh, Arizona is probably the leading. Florida is up there too, but Arizona yeah, might be the close. leading school choice yeah. state in the union, and they have a lot to offer. Meanwhile, New Mexico is you know raising taxes across the board, more regulations, uh, legal situations very poor. Uh, we don't have a right to work law here. Arizona's right, right to work state, so you go on and on and on. So I took a look at, at the states that uh, our neighbors and in our, in our, our state, uh, New Mexico, who's making, who's climbing their way back to positive post-coronavirus growth. Now, so many states have just, I mean, it's like 47, 48 states, of course, are below their employment numbers. Uh, looked at the numbers in South Dakota. They actually have gained employees uh, in terms of employment positions in, in South Dakota. But, you know, most states have really taken it on the chin. Oklahoma and uh, Utah are down to negative uh, 0.6% jobs. They are almost clawed their way back to the number of jobs they had uh, pre-coronavirus. New Mexico down in our region. We are the worst of the worst. Uh, we are down 4.4% of our jobs uh, from our peak a year ago. And we are the worst in our region. We are not attracting jobs. The governor of Arizona was bragging yesterday when this announcement was uh, made. Uh, today's announcement means jobs, 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 and more jobs for the state of Arizona. Arizona is a jobs juggernaut. Um, you know, it's, it's true. I mean, uh, it, it, our neighbor just to the west, we entered the union the same year, 1912. We got the bulk of the good stuff, the natural resources, and what have we done with it? Uh, we have not created anything like the opportunities and the growth there in Arizona. So this is a bitter pill to swallow, and I would say particularly bitter for all of the so-called economic development 
uh, bureaucrats uh, here in New Mexico, Republicans, Democrats who like to vote for all these corporate welfare packages. They tout uh, JTIP, the job training incentive program, high wage tax credit, industrial revenue bonds. We had, we have a lot of corporate welfare provisions that we could have thrown Intel's way. They still chose to expand in Arizona. Well, it really wasn't a choice for them. It was a choice for the people that they would be able to attract. And when they had their layoffs, uh, they knew that they would send everybody either to Arizona or Oregon. And when you're looking at those, you know, that uh, dual-headed monster, which is crime and education, because, you know, honestly, people do make decisions based upon their children, believe it or not. Oh, sure. Uh, Two of the top ten high schools, exactly that. Uh, one is in Chandler, the other is in Mesa, and they're called basis schools. Huh? And there's a whole entire curriculum, I guess, that's involved with them. But it has a lot to do with school choice, and it is very, very competitive because it's 100% on the AP impl- uh, placement exams. Nice. And if you look at the way that uh, children have been educated in our neighboring states, Colorado, Texas, uh, Arizona, but particularly one, right, because there's good quality control and by that I mean most bang for the buck. I think we said it before and I think it bears repeating Utah on a cost benefit per dollar is like the number one state in the entire country when it comes to getting what you need. A lot of places, a lot of Fortune 500 companies have located uh, to there but you know where do they locate? They locate to a place called Minneapolis, Minnesota. Dallas, Texas, um, not Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia is seeing some flight. People are leaving California, seeing a lot of big corporations leaving there. But they're going to these places, and one of those places happens to be Phoenix, Arizona. And, yes, I looked up last night. Phoenix, Arizona is now the fourth largest metropolis uh, in the entire country. Now it's surpassing. Uh, Houston uh, was going to be one of those places. But with what's happening with oil and gas, and I think the uh, supplantation of a lot of people moving from the stormy areas, we'll call them Baton Rouge, you know, Biloxi, and uh, um, New Orleans. Uh, I think we saw a displacement of nearly a million people mm-hmm. over the last 15 years that have left there to go into Houston. But the demographics, uh, as far as workforce, because you need an educated workforce, aren't necessarily improving, and you see a larger drag. In fact, that's where a lot of liberals. Uh, by and large, have been moving to is uh, mostly Houston, Texas. And, and don't forget that powerhouse is really coming along uh, Tennessee. Um, I, I appreciate the comments that have been yeah. put on our, our article uh, available www.rockoftalk.chat. Fifteen cents a day, ladies and gentlemen. Cheap, cheap. You can subscribe. Um, you know, there's so many people who are in our community who either work for Intel or they're married to somebody who works for Intel. And one of our posters said, "My husband works here at Intel. He thinks they might open another facility in Utah." Mm. Yep. Well, we'll, just, we'll keep chasing them. We'll keep giving them the big numbers. You know, Facebook will be out of business in 10 years. There's zero doubt. I've told we you can that. hope, can't we? <laughs> no, I, it will. You there's, have said it. There's <laughs> nothing that uh, with it will be it will be a subsidiary of the government is what was going to happen. Because it, it, ha- it controls more information than anything, and that's our latest tech investment. If you look at the propaganda arm of the government, what is that? That is Netflix. They're literally, you're just... Standing in front of that television, I don't watch any Netflix, but you're standing in front of that television and just sitting there watching one program after another, one program after another. you got to unplug from that, that type of thing, folks. The only things that are going to get any sort of benefit is when we decide to go ahead and not invest in these companies and decide to invest in ourselves and graduate at a higher rate. Uh, try to find better taxation so we can attract more people from out of state. And once the doctors start moving in here... Because that's the three-pronged monster, education, crime, and 
health care. We have the worst health care in the entire country here in the state of New Mexico. We can do something to improve that by changing how we're attacking. We have 904,000 people on Medicaid. Anything wrong with that? <laughs> Only 43% Only of the population. Only 43% of the population, <laughs> exactly. All right, back after a quick break. Uh, we'll be back to wrap up the hour here. Good job, Dowd. Another great article, which you can find exclusively for less than a quarter a day uh, over at the Dowd Muscat site. I think, uh, let's see, the Albuquerque Journal's $2. Uh, it will take a whole week. You'll have to wow. spend $10 in order for you to get the same thing that you got out of that article. The same flowers never happened for me. Keeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. The Rock of Talk TV is now available on your computer or for Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire. To download your version, just visit rockoftalk.tv and go to the app section to get the download link for Rock of Talk TV. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we all also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com dad i think we're in deep doo-doo is that why everyone keeps buying all the toilet paper actually new mexico culture is rich plus monroe's has red chili green chili and the best customers in the world to go with it boy dad you must really love our customers I sure do, just like I love you, Stella. Hey, what about me? Of course you too, Ava. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. 
I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road. JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather, and we're going to... Just be excited that the clouds are moving out. I, did you know that we had a big, huge uh, power outage last night? That windstorm was amazing. That's all gone. It's just all blowing out to the east, and that leaves us about 60 degrees tomorrow. Right now, 33 in Los Alamos. It's 42 at Paseo Crossing, 41 at the Rock of Talk. All right, a stall. This is going to be on the transition from I-25 south, transition to the eastbound side of I-40. Um, no real uh, delay there. Looks like it's off to the right shoulder, and there's plenty of right shoulder. So not a big deal, but wanted to let you know as you come around that curve. Also, you got to find Pastel del Norte still running pretty smoothly as you make your way westbound off of I-25 all the way out to the west side. And on Montano, things are going to be crowded at I-25. May have had a, an accident or a stall there that they got to get rid of, but it's really affecting more on Montano itself as you come off of I-25. This traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. This is the home of Canyon Water. If you'd like to get healthy, that's just the quickest way to do it. It's alkaline water. You start drinking alkaline water and replacing alkaline water with all the water that you're drinking, even if it's in a plastic bottle, you're getting fresh water. You're getting water that is ready to help your body perform better. Alkaline water at Life Springs at Salon Helena. Ask Mike if you can have a gallon. I bet you he says yes. All right. With that, we're up to date. Now let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon. The Rock of Talk. All right. 551. Got some exciting news. I don't know if this is the right time to break it. Some of you guys will think that. So we're, I, I'm going to let you guess what I'm doing. How about that? Okay. Uh, order for the t-shirts. We'll get that out uh, tomorrow. That's good. Uh, we are about to be 24 hours a day live beginning May 17th. So I'm going to let you guess what, what that's going to look like um, by telling me what you hope. Now, Glenn Beck runs 10 to 1. He's live. We've got... Uh, no, he's not live. Excuse me. Uh, Glenn Beck's live 7 to 10. Uh, Sean Hannity's live from 1 to 4. We're live here from 4 to 7. So I'm going to let you guess at what's coming here to the Kiva. You can text me directly, and then I will I will write you back. I will text you back. We'll put it that way. And then I will have a very important update for you. How about this? Beginning tomorrow. How about a big tease for tomorrow? Is that, that, that good? We'll do that. I just signed everything, got all that done, and I'm super excited about that. Obviously, uh, overnight, live all night. I don't know if you guys knew that. We're live literally every single hour of the day from 
uh, 11 p.m. going all the way till um, 10 a.m. the next day. So that's literally direct live hours going all the way through. So, And you can listen to us on the app. The app is really helpful because the metrics... I know, Rudy, you looked at that. What did you think about all the metrics, the number of people who tuned in? And I, now, now we get to count our TV metrics, too. Yeah, but I think the increase in people that are listening, it's really turning into people are getting that this is a, the home... For honest talk, for for places, a place that you can actually get it, yeah. yeah. I mean, we have sev- literally several other radio stations that are attempting to do whatever they possibly can to replicate exactly what we're doing here. And and there's just like everyone is trying to become, you know, the next Rush Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know what the heck is going on with. Uh, Dan Bongino after the parlor thing and everything else, but that guy does not even do a live show right now. He does one hour uh, essentially that's recorded. And now they're going to try to put him in as the replacement for Rush Limbaugh, which is, in my opinion, a very bad decision. Tough act to follow. I think they're just, well, I don't think it's an act that he should be trying to follow. There's mm-hmm. there's several other guys uh, that are out there that I think that are uh, much better, <clears throat> much, much better than Dan Bongino. I think being able to talk about issues, being informed... Uh, being read is probably the best thing. I think you would agree with that, right, Dad? I think you yeah. read more than anybody uh, that I know I of. I do. Yeah. You know, I could listen to you all day, um, but I mean, if you had as many hours as I did on the radio, I think it'd be a little bit different. I think, you know, honestly, I'd like to just stick you behind here. One, if you know, I'm not not here. <laughs> so where where, where would Eddie be, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would so he be I somewhere? think there's. I think, well, that's, you know, not going to happen. A couple thousand miles away, maybe? No, we're going to be right east? here. And we can, you know, plug in, given oh, yeah, yeah, all the setup. Yeah. But it's not often that we talk shop, but I'm so super excited about what's happening and uh, about what we're doing up north, which has actually helped me more than just about anything. Being hmm. able to cover an additional population with sure. KRSN and the fact that it reaches all the way to Taos, and now that it's also, you know, there's... Um, a translator that's uh, attached to that. Which it's a repeater, right? Well, whatever. Um, but really, the, the the radio station itself and the class of the radio station is what's important. So that's very key uh, to all of this. So I'm super excited about that and uh, learning and more and more about the radio business all the time, especially with uh, the professionals out there. Now that, now that we have a real engineer, you know, we have real cameras and real everything that goes along with all this stuff. I have a engineer who's up north and he's literally just made this thing whiz and work um, you know rather than holding it together with a couple of you know wire hangers <laughs> yep, and yep. some technology from the 70s and all that other kind of stuff. Nice guy too. Um, he's, oh he's a hell of a guy. He really is. Yeah, And, and I hate uh, everyone so if I say you're guy, nice you're a good person. <laughs> this is a guy that has been working on you know nuclear um, things for the Navy. Okay so well there you go. Uh. He has ACBs in his car and uh, he's just an amazing guy so we're very fortunate that we've had a number of people who have uh, been out to sort of keep the torch lit and alive. So we're going to be 24-7 live all the way through, let's see, let's just call it from Sunday at 11 p.m. going all the way till Saturday at, it would be 3 a.m. It'll be live. Wow. Yeah, if I could only get those those other hours. I'm sure Dave wants to come in and do a show at three in the morning, just to be live, just to just to say that you're live twenty four seven, right? <laughs> like who's up at that ungodly hour on a Saturday morning? Do hey, wake up everybody! There's, there's a golf show 
by the way, that uh, is up. I was thinking of the farm report, maybe, but... <laughs> the what? <laughs> the farm report. Yeah, the farm yeah. report. I'll give you a little... A little, uh, you know, pork bellies are down today <laughs> on the Chicago Merch Exchange. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think that's really key because everything has become podcasting. I was like, oh, I got a podcast. I got a podcast. Everyone wants to hear what I have to say. Have you, have you heard my latest appearance on the podcast? I'm like, no, we actually have it. And we're finding that people just, uh, I don't know what Rudy's watching in there, but uh, the sense of the uh, wonderment he has in staring at I'm watching. I'm watching you. Uh, you're what a, we see on the you're Rock a radio. Of Talk TV. You're a radio guy. Really. Nice <laughs> I know, but I'm watching Rock of Talk TV. I assume this is there our... Is, yeah. Oh, we got a huge overage bill last month because we went way over our number. Like, we had too much stuff going out. Mm. Yeah, too much data. We had we had more TV traffic as a, as a, as a means of, of stuff that transferred than we had radio traffic. Interesting. Yeah, more audio. I, I should say, excuse me, we had more TV traffic that went out than we'd had audio traffic. That's just that my out. mother watching a broad brick and Just that's it. She's on 24-7. Where, uh, is there like a sort of... A, kind of a cutesy name that Irish moms call their kids? Um, Nothing? You ruined my life? Um, no, I mean, that's, that's the Irish. No, no, uh, no. Well, my mother's called Mimi because her grandson called called him called her Mimi when he was born, and that's, that's Mimi. Yeah, she's Mimi. Even you know though what, we, we have no French in us at all, but she's called Mimi. You know what? You know what? Mimi's are here, and uh, no? we've asked him this question before. Do you know that, Rudy? Oh yeah. We've asked you this question, and if you're going to miss this question, I'm going to be disappointed in the Dow Three Thousand. All right. We told you what Mimi's are. Yeah. What's Mimi's? Well, this is New Mexico, so I'm thinking it's got to be something self-destructive. No, it's not uh, self-destructive. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's something you love probably more than anything. That should nail it. Books? Uh, second thing, then. Okay. Uh, chocolate? Uh, no, sleep. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Right, wouldn't that be number yes. one? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, sleep was on the top. To maintain here, health, yeah. Listen, yeah. the Dow 3000 needs sleep in order to function He's as a He's actually capacity. referring to himself as the Dow 3000. <laughs> Everybody did I, the rally the other I just, day. <laughs> I just told you, Rudy. Yeah. I said, watch, watch, it's going to happen. And finally, watch, uh, Brian's going to come up with a little graphic for you. Oh, I'm looking and, forward uh, to that. He's very go. skilled. Yeah. No, he's, he's insane. He is the... He has the greatest gift. Uh, to I envy people station. who have that that skill. He designed the logo. He designed oh. absolutely everything. Oh. He's I, and I, he's the only guy I can talk to uh, Jeffrey Epstein about and all the stuff that's happening in the deep dark web that's out there. He's my conspiracy guy. Thanks everybody for listening. Text me what you think. I'd love to hear from you. Third hour up next. Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. At the border, I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden has put Vice President Harris in charge of the administration's response to the surge of migrants at the southern border. <laughs> the president is delegating wow. to Vice President Kamala Harris a diplomatic mission. As the U.S. suggests that now is not the time for migrants to come, the vice president's role will be... Work with those nations to accept re the returnees and enhance migration enforcement at their borders. Vice President Harris says she will enforce the law, but in addition... Address the root causes that, uh, that cause people to make the trek. This comes as White House and congressional officials tour border facilities that are housing unaccompanied minors. Grinnell Scott. Fox News. The Senate is considering voting reform legislation. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer argues it's needed after some states purge voter rolls and limited early voting options after last year's election. In Arizona, 
No fewer than 22 separate measures to limit voting rights have been introduced, including a bill to require every absentee ballot to be notarized. How are poor people going to pay for a notary? Republican leader Mitch McConnell says Washington can change the rules for every state. Now, we've just seen two consecutive presidential elections, 2016 and 2020, where chunks of Americans on both the left and the right took turns refusing to accept the result when their side lost. We can't afford to go further down... This road. The House version of the bill passed earlier this month. Just days after the mass shooting at a grocery store in Boulder, Colorado, police in Atlanta say they've arrested a man who walked into a grocery store with five guns and body armor. The man, identified as 22-year-old Rico Marley, has been charged with reckless conduct. Investigators say he's undergoing a psychiatric evaluation. America is listening to Fox News. The Bible is under attack. Last year, California's governor even tried to ban private Bible study groups. Now, Greg Kelly reports investigates the movement to ban the Bible. Watch Greg Kelly on Newsmax TV tonight at 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern as he reveals the dangers to Christians. Find Newsmax TV on all major cable systems or get it free on Roku, YouTube, Zumo, Pluto, and Smart TVs. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone. Protect your Bible freedom. Watch Newsmax TV's Greg Kelly tonight. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. Half man, half motorcycle. To find your valid, keep riding. And if you stop, put your feet down so you don't fall. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. White House says it's making great progress in getting COVID vaccines to the public with 27 million doses allocated all across distribution channels this week. Two-thirds of the 27 million doses will be going to states and jurisdictions for them to distribute to distribution sites. And the rest will go to either channels, primarily the pharmacy program. White House Coronavirus Response Advisor Andy Slavitt and the White House COVID Task Force says 70% of Americans aged 65 and over have gotten at least one dose of vaccine. A ride-sharing service getting further into the prescription delivery service. Uber will be delivering medications from pharmacies and some top grocery chains that use the prescription delivery service ScriptDrop. The service will be available in 37 states and will eventually expand to others in the coming weeks and months. The pandemic has fueled a rise in mail order and courier-based drug deliveries with people avoiding in-person trips to the pharmacy. This is not the first time Uber has been involved with prescription deliveries. Last year, a partner with Digital Delivery Market marketplace Nimble RX to deliver prescriptions in a handful of cities. Uber also has other health care abilities, including a tool that lets doctors or other providers book rides for patients to and from appointments. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. A popcorn machine has been removed from the state capitol building in North Dakota after it triggered fire alarms twice, causing firefighters to show up and lawmakers to evacuate. Representative Mary Johnson, who was on her second bag of the snack when the alarm went off, said she wasn't aware of a policy banning popcorn makers and other appliances from the building except in the Capitol Cafe. The House Majority Leader said the popcorn helped bring Republicans together during the pandemic, but the building's facilities director said the policy was established to keep fire alarms from going off. I'm Lisa Lacerra. This is Fox News.
right, and it is time we get the third hour underway, and we're going to put things together starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, and it's good to have you, especially today as the clouds move on out. Now we may really be getting ready for spring on a long-term basis. I know we head towards 65 degrees tomorrow, they tell us, and right now it is 70, I'm sorry, uh, 70, uh, 43 degrees in Rio Rancho. <laughs> in Harris, it is uh, 35 degrees and 41 here at the Rock of Talk. All right, troubles there on uh, Pasel del Norte, but this is eastbound, heading towards the mountain. Everything just gets all sticky right there at about Jefferson, up and over the I-25. It'll improve once you get beyond San Pedro, and pretty smooth sailing all the way up to uh, Sandia Heights. Now, if you're going to be on I-25 southbound, through the airport area all the way through the uh, Isleta Curve. That still looks like it's decent, but if you're going to get off at Rio Bravo, <clears throat> the westbound trip, while it's not really a bad drive, it is a crowded drive. I-25 west on Rio Bravo out to 2nd Street. This traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza. They're on Southern in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe market partner for Monate, which is modern nature hair and skin products, and health probiotics as well. If you were looking for health on the west side, you can also get Canyon Water at Salon Deluxe. Learn all about the cleanest spa in all of Rio Rancho by going to salondeluxe.com. We're up to date now. Let's dive in to the Rock of Talk. For your third hour, I am Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk, on AM 1600 KIVA, ABQ.FM, AM 1490 KRS, and Santa Fe, and 107.1 in Los Alamos. Now, that's what I miss about uh, TV, is uh, I used to miss those long infomercials, and uh, does anybody even do an infomercial mm -hmm. anymore? There is no such thing, I don't think. I think once network TV went away, and they used to have Time Life official CDs and music, Very and cool. it's like... Right? Remember they used to have that? And they just started. That was my introduction to the OJs. I had no idea uh, who the heck the OJs were or anything, but I remember that on the Time Life commercial. They'd play, they'd, they'd roll the, the scroll, the uh, the text from top to bottom, yeah, and they'd roll yeah, them in. Yeah. As they, and then all of a sudden, there was these like two groovy people hanging out at a beach in, in <laughs> California talking about how they remember all the great times oh, and yeah, all this yeah, good music. Yeah. And, and then you hear people of the world <laughs> join. I'm like, those two people never listened to the OJ. <laughs> That's right. Like, they were Beach Boys all day long. Now, do you remember the ad for Freedom for Rock? Remember oh, that yeah, was the yeah. Freedom Rock, man. Turn it up, man. <laughs> and with all the protests well, on. turn it up, man. I'll remember <laughs> that. Freedom Rock, oh, man. Yeah. Freedom Rock. <laughs> Time Life, right? Yeah. And they, yeah. Still, they have the soft ones now. The, the romantic 60s. I can make those in my sleep. Yeah. Uh, the OJ's. Backstabber was their, one of their big songs. Notice the uh, cool rock music was never licensed to Time Life. 
None of the stuff that was really like uh, edgy or anything like that. But yeah, the Freedom Rock. Yeah, it's available on YouTube. The ad. I, yeah, I, I, here, here it is. And the guy's literally in a van down yeah, by yeah, the river yeah, in his headband. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Hey man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah man. Well, turn it up, man. Jefferson Mash. and different strokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mash okay. came on every night. Yeah. Uh, after Johnny Morris, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God rest his soul, he died last year. And then uh, Howard Morgan and them would do do the news. <laughs> no, I think uh, Henry Tafoya was still doing uh, sports. sports back in the day, right? Now, how far then, back does Conroy Chino go? Because I had him in the in the 90s when I was here. Conroy Chino, uh, he was on Channel 4. Is that correct? No, 7. He was on 7. Right, I thought he did 4, too, didn't he? Maybe, but... I remember him on seven for sure. I played uh, basketball all the time on the west side with his boys. He had twin boys, and we used to play basketball, the Chino boys. Um, but, uh, you know, he's he was very, very liberal. Yeah. Um, he still does stuff for PBS here, I think. Does he really? Yeah, I saw him recently on something. Well, I think everybody does uh, stuff for PBS. It's for all, like, all washed-up old liberals go. They go to PBS and get some, you know, throw some money at him. Yeah, I just remember his, his big claim to fame was uh, when he had that appearance... Uh, with uh, Matthew McConaughey and uh, in Contact. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So okay, yes, in, yes. In that movie, so Conroy Chino. But uh, you know, for for the, if you're going to show me a Conroy Chino, I raise you a Nelson Martinez. Oh. Remember Nelson Martinez and his little corridos? <laughs> Do you even know what that is? No. Yeah, he did a whole entire album. It was totally ridiculous and. He was doing, uh, what, are they, what are these uh, things that they used to play at Cardenio's? I'm forgetting. It's escaping me. I haven't seen them in so long. What are they called? Come on. Mariachis. Ah, yeah. Yes. 
and he used to host the Mari, Mariachi Espectacular. <laughs> yeah, it was down at the pit. It was huge, and it was fun. Um, and then somehow the um, Gathering of Nations, even though it's going virtual for a second year, right? Uh, two years is that, in a row. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, so it, it somehow that became a bigger draw uh, than the Mariachi Espectacular. So there we go. 550, 5500. We could talk about music for the next hour, but uh, that's not going to move you. Uh, what, we're gonna, what we are going to talk about is oh, I, I do have to say, on this day, back in 73, uh, the OGs went to number one with that very song. Love Train, I think the band of the 70s. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Pink, I don't know if it's Fleetwood Mac anymore. I actually think it's more Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. When you think about just the, the strong follow through and number of records sold, mm-hmm. I think it's Pink Floyd and Zeppelin. Zeppelin. The, 70s, Zeppelin yeah. the 70s belonged to them and the Eagles, just because they had the greatest you know, album ever. It didn't belong to, to, to Fleetwood Mac. And I've told you the story between um, the drummer for the Eagles, Don Henley, right. and uh, the whole story. You know the thing with uh, whatever her name is. What's the the mystic uh, witchy woman from oh, from uh, Stevie Nicks? Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the little had a little sordid affair there in the seventies. Things were things were strange back in the seventies. But there you go. Uh, somebody wants to jump in here. Call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. I thought that was actually rather funny. Scary men in the early morning keeping truck drivers awake. Yeah, 3 a.m. Uh, the truck drivers, based upon the new 13-hour law, I'm not sure you're going to be keeping them up. Most of those guys, uh, they're they're picking up at 7 and going to 10 p.m., and that's that's their new hours. They're not the overnighters that they once were. They used to kind of blaze on both, you know, burn the candle on both ends. But uh, you remember the number of accidents and the runaway trucks, so they don't have that anymore. So no more 3 a.m. radio there on a Saturday morning there, Dave. But uh, thanks for chipping in here and uh, calling in. And, and let me ask you a question, just a point of clarification, sir. Uh, you're sure. calling in from a landline, right? Uh, negative. I'm actually on a droid. Really? My wife okay. let me update. Interesting. I had to ask you that question because I had something from another caller. Go ahead. What did you have to contribute this afternoon? Well, your opening was uh, quite remarkable. It was very enthusiastic. I understand why you were... Not live yet yesterday, but hey, you got done what you needed to do. I was looking at the RPNM website, and like Dowd said, it's blank. That seems to be a really bad idea. And it would be one of those things. It would be nice to be able to contribute to the Republican Party and get something going on in this state. However, it seems like somebody fell asleep at the wheel and they forgot to wake them up. That's what I got. There you go. There it is. And he's out. There's a there's Dave's take. Uh Dave wants like uh you know uh Dave a couple of weeks ago I sort of kinda of got into it with him, I forget why, but you know, who don't I get it get into it with? Let's get it on, right? You right. little you Lang. <laughs> oh, was it Mills Lang's again? Yeah. I thought yeah, it was he was a judge in Washoe County, Nevada where I lived for a number of years. Yeah. 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 All right, so yeah. Uh Fleetwood Mac releases dreams from the uh Group's 11th studio album in 77. They really turned it out. Cocaine really gets you going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a drug in more ways than one. <laughs> 11 albums by 77. Yeah. I think that is uh, absolutely uh, incredible. And um, All right. We did want to get to a little bit of uh, local news uh, as well. The New Mexico legislature assigning $1 billion in the federal relief funds. If you haven't had a chance to go through this, you know that this is what they're going to do. Is, is Michelle Lujan Grisham going to use a line item veto to start cutting through stuff that she wants and doesn't want? Of course she is. 
exactly what she's doing. She she can't stay away. She can't stay away from doing this. The Mexico legislature is now asserting its budgetary authority over $1.6 billion in the federal aid. Setting an agenda, Michelle Lujan Grisham can now challenge only with her veto pen. Legislators want to replenish the state's unemployment fund, bail out public museums and historic sites, and endow the state's lottery scholarship with $100 million. Some states are only beginning to sort out the spending priorities for federal funds. Congress and President Joe Biden approved the $1.9 trillion relief package this month, which funnels billions of dollars directly to New Mexico State's government, school districts, and local government. Also covered this morning in the Albuquerque Journal. But i got to tell you, um, it's going to be more pork for whoever they want to yeah. allocate it to. Notice what wasn't mentioned in that. What did, it get, what did we get the bailout for? Relief, right, by those people who were directly impacted? Right. Yeah, that would be small businesses. We heard about lottery scholarships. Don't need it if the schools are closed. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry to say. Yep. Uh, museums, historic sites. Uh, where's the stuff for the restaurants? Yeah, none of that is a priority. This is what happens when you're in a Democrat-run state. Understand that, okay? This is all for their friends, and, and it sounds good. You know what? You, if you really look at Democrats, let me phrase it this way, and I think you'll, you'll like this, Dowd. Think about the things that you... Uh, when do you buy a, gr- a greeting card? You buy a greeting card when you're on your way to something. You never buy a greeting card weeks ahead of time to really pen something that's going to be meaningful to anybody, right? That's what Democrats are. There's sort of these drive-by people who are like, well, i got to pick up something that sounds really good, and, oh, see, happy birthday, uh, happy anniversary, happy whatever. That's, that's really all this is. This is just a bunch of lipstick on a very bad pig for the state of New Mexico. We're getting nothing out of this whatsoever. We're really worried about our museums and historic sites. We don't have an economy at this exactly. point. You want to get into the unemployment fund? Those people got paid quite a bit, and we're only helping those people stay out of work. Best way to go ahead and create more jobs, get those businesses back up and running, and help them alleviate, because a lot of these people are like, well, we're out of here. I hear Chandler's pretty good this time of year. <laughs> and more and more jobs are yeah, coming to Chandler. People are picking up and uh, leaving, so think about that. I'll read your text uh, here uh, as well. Uh, oh my gosh, I bought Freedom Rock album way back then only to find out the original artist was the actual name of the band singing the old hits. Oh, oh did you get one of those switch kind of thing? I don't think it was that. I think they actually gave that to you, right? Mm. No, I don't want to go. I don't. Oh. I did buy what, a long time ago. I bought a, a, an album of sort of Western, sort of country Western classics, more Western Nothing than but country, copies. and they were just covers. They weren't the originals. I took it back the next day. Yeah, I, I want the I wanted the real stuff. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. There are bad actors or in capitalism. I support capitalism, but there are bad. Occasionally, you will find a bad actor in capitalism who will lead you aside. Where's yeah. the beef? Where's the beef? Mm-hmm. As we said back mm-hmm. in the eighties, uh, Clara Pella. Yes. <laughs> What was that? Clara Peller was the name of the woman. Where is oh. your beef? That was out of nowhere, Rudy. Look at this useless... Uh, uh, That's the Rudy 3000 <laughs> at work. what happens when Dave comes onto the show. It turns totally into, you know, Norm and uh, Cliff Clavin all over the... the Cliff I'm Cliff. Clavin. Yeah. Hey, Nammy. <laughs> please, d- please don't. Uh, and yeah, I sure hope you're bringing in Candace Owens. No, I'm not. Uh, Eddie, I'm a truck driver, and I found you because of Coast to Coast. Now I listen from 4 to 6 every day to keep up with the news at home. You guys rock. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, that's very nice of you. 
Gotta love that. Uh, Eddie, as a business owner, I did not get squat from the pandemic, mm. except first round of PPP. See? Mm-hmm. There's somebody who's immediately angry about that news story. It yeah. deserves to be. My employees received the stimulus check. Yep. What were we saying all last year? We're helping out the employees. We're constantly worried about the workers, the employees. Of course we're worried about the workers. But you know what the workers are worried about? Where they're going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not how much money they're going to get. Those people who are out of work, call them. You know what they did all day? They got on the phone and were waiting for the money to come from the Department of Labor that would never come. What were the holdbacks? Four weeks, six oh, weeks, brutal. eight weeks? I think it got as bad as almost three months where people weren't yep. getting any yep. money whatsoever. And, of course, the man running the department, we're still trying to confirm whether he ever actually had a job. And he runs the Department of Workforce Solutions. So. <laughs> oh, I love McCamley. Big yeah. spaceport guy. Big yeah. spaceport guy. Loves the spaceport. <laughs> yep. uh, Eddie, can I vote in the CD1 primary? Is it a backroom deal that's closed? Well, it's inside the party, and, yeah, it's uh, smoky rooms. And Now, can I ask a question, Jens? Yes, you, you are involved in this, and I am not. Involved. Is it do you have to physically go and vote or no, is it's, it a, it's Zoom. It's all Zoom. I'm the only person well Mark Moore's yesterday, he met me over at the uh, other the um Rio Grande Women's uh, Federation Republican Party out in uh, Belen. Nice turnout, great people. Good uh good good look overall over there. But that was really the only physical appearance where two candidates were in the room at the same time. So both Mark and I were in the room at the very same time. Talking about the issues, but, but no. on Saturday, as yeah. a member of the no, committee, Zoom, Zoom, you, all done you on will Zoom. not all physically virtual. go and no. put a ballot into a box. No. So, and here's the funny thing: so what about thing? election integrity for an all digital kind of election? <laughs> wow, wow, I think I've been screaming that <laughs> forever. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, they're both looking at me and laughing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I did something right or wrong. <laughs> Let's do your best Ray Liotta right now, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to happen. I quit smoking. A chant, except my Ray Liotta. There we go. We got to. So it's all digital. How do they know? Who you are? No, no, like no, no. no. Like how email? do we know how the votes got cast? Yeah, so that's the problem. The last time they tried to say when I was doing this, they tried to say, "Remember, Rudy, we were doing like the prelim for something or other. I forget." And they tried to say that I wasn't even in the room. Rudy and I were on the same damn call, and I cast right here. my vote. Yeah, like right, right here, right there. Yeah, <laughs> I remember they, it. This, this, uh, the nasty woman, literally a woman who's put on this whole Mount Rushmore, and, sh- and she was the one who was running the whole entire thing. Wow. She's wearing a. I guess you got to see this photo. She has Mount Rushmore of nasty women: Pelosi, uh, Hillary Clinton, all that. Like she had this thing. Okay. She voted for Hillary, and now she was the one who was running the show or part of the team that was running the show for the Burlington County GOP. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. We're all screaming about it. Wow! I wasn't screaming about it. I just um, Eddie Gojo was a poli sci major. Who's Gojo? Gary Johnson. Oh, mm. really? You want to go with him? I never heard him call that. I wish you could look up people's degrees and actually look up their course curriculum. Oh, that would be interesting. I would like to see that. I'd like to see Barack Obama's the, the genius. I would. I really brilliant I think, writer. I think political candidates should be forced to come forth with their academic degrees to show their level of qualification. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I really do. I think that that's I tell you, there is that, the Santa Fe, is it called the reporter up there? It's this liberal, yeah, you know. Yeah, Santa Fe reporter. They ask candidates, candidates up there really detailed questions about policy that they're running for at the county level and the state legislature. And they... They they hold these people accountable. They run the answers where they say, "Oh, I don't know. It was it. What, what did do we they, do that? Do they write, is that oh, tax been repealed? They 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 lay it all out there. Now they're That's lefties, but, but give them credit for that. Give them Why, credit what's for that. wrong with that? Yeah. Uh, or, or, uh, yeah. Or, I think that would 
<laughs> what do you think about that, uh, Rudy? I think you'd like that. See how many times they stutter. And they ask really stumble. detailed questions like, you know, what percentage of the water authority budget comes from this revenue? Store? I mean, they ask really detailed what's questions. The, what's the problem with that? You know, I love it. It's great. Yeah. yeah so underneath, uh, I had the entire budget for the city of Albuquerque. And I wanted to know. I thought we were going to get grilled on. And, and that's stuff that you know you can nerd out on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, oh, wow, that's, you know, what's what's really going on? Uh, like there are there. 604 members of the uh, sanitation department for the city of Albuquerque, and they're all unionized. But here's something that should have been privatized decades Long ago. ago. But here's the problem: it's not sexy enough. It doesn't meet our convenience in America today. Yep. So we don't want to have that because people are just going to get lost in facts. And yep. after all, that only makes them think. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want that. No, don't do that because yeah, we can't be, control them. There should be there should be right answers. I agree, and that's all they're looking for. Because people want to know, you know, I think technocracy, not not the worst thing in the world, technocrats, nope. you know, getting people who are actually skilled in that very thing. Uh, I've been watching a lot of, uh, I'm sorry for speaking extemporaneously uh, about this, but I've been watching, uh, for whatever reason, the last two nights, and uh, this is actually also in the Rock of Talk dot, uh, dot chat, today was um, the largest suicide mission ever on a, a plane. Uh Back in 2015, German Wings Flight 9525 crashed in the French Alps, killing all 150 people on board. An investigation revealed that co-pilot Andres Lubitz deliberately crashed the Airbus A320 after locking the pilot out of the cockpit. Um, the reason why I bring that up is because here we are, we're flying blind. You can think of it this way, too. Like, politicians, you're sort of flying blind. You have no idea what HR8 or HR1464 <laughs> right. is, right, right. but you're expecting them to go ahead and vote and like, okay, just make sure you don't crash us into the Alps at this point, right? Because that's your technocrat that's at the front. You're in this vessel, you're flying blind, you expect them to get there safe. Oh, it's the safest thing in the world. They're, they're going to do the right thing. They're going to do the right thing. And so Lubitz decides not to do the right thing, and you all voted for him to go ahead and fly your plane. You realize he only has 600 hours. The other pilot has 3,500 hours. You're flying from Barcelona to um, to the uh, to, to Switzerland or to Germany, excuse me, trying to get back home, and you're like, oh, this guy just literally crashes and sold us out. And that's what happens with a lot of politicians. Politicians say, oh, we'll do this, do this. We'll do this. We knew if we would have actually known that Lubitz mm -hmm. had severe mental yep, issues, yep, yep. you would have never got on that plane. You would have never voted for that guy. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of uh, technocracy right there in the perils. But I've been doing that the last two nights. You think that I actually looked up on the Internet. I thought it was a strange thing. I said, uh, what does it say about someone who's looking up plane crashes incessantly? I've looked up D.B. Cooper. I looked up that the other day. Sure, uh, sure. The M.H. Uh, 417. Oh, God, uh, that one. The, yeah, we the, still don't have answers Malaysia, on that. The Malaysian Airlines. Uh, <laughs> you know, I looked at the the Air France, the Airbus that went from uh, Rio de Janeiro, yep. literally froze. Yep. And that's an interesting uh, airplane crash because this was all preventable. You, you get the total hours for each of the pilots. There was three pilots on that. It took off from Rio about 11 p.m. at night. Um, you know, it starts out to very sad. You know, the family's crying, and, you know, they're, they're flying back to Paris, and they show the beautiful couple, 27, 28 years of age. And, 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 and here's another um, very important lesson to be sort of taken away. Pay attention to the signs. Don't panic. Trust what you know and trust your gut. So here's kind of what happened in that whole entire thing. There was no mechanical failure. There was nothing that happened. And I also watched the Kobe Bryant uh, helicopter. Helicopter. Okay, so there's a, those are the ones I've been I've watched just just in the last day and a half. 
Okay. There must these be documentaries or just reading on it? Or No, these, this guy does this fascinating stuff. Uh, his, his name on YouTube is Let Me Know. <laughs> and he does amazing... He has a, a cute little thing on the intro. So let Me Know. They put that on the front. Um, but he does it in such a way it removes all the emotion and so exacting and scientific that you're like, oh my gosh, you're getting so much good information off of this, right? So... What happened in this whole thing is the the man who had the least number of hours flown on the Airbus A20, uh, A, uh, 320, excuse me, which is one of the uh, most robust, safe planes in the world, more safe than anything you'd get out of Boeing. Like this thing is like perfect, and it's the most expensive passenger jet uh, in its class. So the entire time they're trying to figure out, the other two pilots are trying to figure out what's going on. Now imagine you're looking at the cockpit. The man is sitting in right seat. The other two more experienced pilots, one is in the center and then one's in the left seat. The, the, the plane is completely full, 200 plus people that are on top. There's a way to control the plane the entire time. And they're flying into a storm, but, you know, planes fly into storms they every do. single day. Very robust. They do. That's part of what they do. And I know you're a nervous flyer. I am. I love this topic. Let's just go for another next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But the man has his hand on the right control, and he has the nose up on the plane the entire time. So they can't tell they're descending because one of their sensors iced over. So they didn't have an accurate reading of their speed, right? But you could still fly it without the speed. You don't need it. I mean, this type of stuff happens when things ice over. You just know that, oh, you could feel more or less like where you're pointing. But they had no idea that they were in a free fall. Imagine because your controls are off and because you haven't run through all the checks, what happened? It was human error. So they literally fall at a rate of about 3,000, 4,000 feet per minute while they're trying to and and the, and the this is about 2:45 in the morning and and the, the senior pilot he's 58 years old he's getting whoa, 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 what's going on and they're freaking out up front and they're like well I don't know what's going on I don't know what's going on the controls are frozen they're looking at everything but what they first learned to do which is your hands on the control you yeah, idiot yeah, yeah. you have the nose all the way up and you're in a complete and total free fall but nobody could tell exactly what was happening they didn't know what was happening until they were at about 3,000 feet and it was too late and then it was too late um, yeah. it, it just I had to when I was writing the Daily Blast for today looking up that information about this <laughs> great Wayne. story about the suicide the co-pilot the, the, the pilot got up to leave to take care of nature calls or something did you listen to the black box recording? Oh, God, no. The co-pilot locked the door. Yeah. Okay. Why did the co-pilot lock the door? Why Why could he lock the door? Because after 9-11, they, they, they did something that everybody thought was reasonable. Let's fortify the yeah. cockpit so these terrorists can never get access. But in that case, if you have a suicidal co-pilot, being able to lock the door is a terrible idea. And, right. and, you know, the people who I- investigate these industrial accidents and, you know, transportation, I mean, they, they're they brilliant people and they're brilliant minds, but you can't foresee every eventuality. It's impossible. You know, unique circumstances arise. The best intentioned people cannot design a system that's perfect. No matter how smart we are, no matter how much AI we employ, you're never going to be designed, be able to design a perfect system like that that removes all risk, which is, of course, we're now in Corona world, all the Karens out there want 
a COVID-free world. They want no risk anymore. Same people get in their car and drive to work every day right, when the right. risk is far greater. You right, know, right. Our, our perception of risk is so flawed in this country. But, um, yeah, these are I admire the people who look into this and try to make our lives safer. But there's only so far you can go with this. You know, it's just it's kind of we're cursed in this world where the unforeseen can happen. And, and something that's designed to protect us can, 15 years later, hurt us. You know, it's... it's, it's uh, Frustrating, for those, especially for those of us who don't like to fly. Just yeah, envision, yeah. envisioning the next problem that's going to come along. So the, the man <sighs> who did it was 27 years of age, yep. and the other co-pilot was 34 years of age. And they hit the mountain, and it just completely and totally shattered at uh, 400 miles an hour. So he was uh, hitting about uh, 335, 340 knots. And imagine the panic in the last four to five minutes that the passengers were going through as one pilot sitting outside yeah. the door. Yeah, yeah. Outside yeah. the door. Not a good thing to be in first class that day. as hard as he possibly can, just banging on that door, swinging as, as hard as he possibly yeah. can, yeah. And, and he can't even bust through the door. And who knows if this guy has, but, but he did say, and you can hear him on the black box, Yelling through, open the damn door, yeah, open yeah, the yeah, damn door. Yeah, yeah. And that's what the pilots were having. To, I mean, the passengers. 150 people lost their lives that day. Yeah. So, and by the way, did you know the worst air traffic disaster? Do you know where that happened? Wasn't it when two big jets collided or was was on the runway or something? On the runway. Yeah, it was yeah, hundreds was of people. You, the really irony of that is uh, 583 people, but, yeah, yeah. but did not happen in the air. Happened on the ground. So, there you go. I don't know why I'm in the midst of all this supposed stress and... What do I do for fun? I'm like watching airplane crashes. I'm looking at his webpage right now. I mean, uh, he's got uh, amazing uh, DB Cooper, the Lost Colony of Roanoke. That is amazing. Uh, the Vanishing story. of Flight 370. Yeah, that is really good. I mean, just all uh, Battle of Los Angeles when they were shooting at all the UFOs during World War One. I. I can tell you about the Battle of Three. Uh, I mean, the uh, the seven, 370. I watched that one. Uh, too. The Malaysian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me. Yeah, I'll say Twenty-four about minutes. That. So. You know, let yeah. me. Uh, let me. Let me jump into this real quick. Oh, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, man, I told you if he ran for Congress or whatever, we'd back you up. Oh, thank you. I appreciate this. Who's this? Everybody. Bruce. Hi, uh, Chris. I appreciate it. How are you two Bru doing today? Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Hey, Bruce. How are you? Hey, hey man. So, like, uh, I didn't know you ran with Pierce or whatever. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't run with Pierce. I ran against him as state party chair. I lost by one, one vote. I didn't, dude. I didn't. Even, I didn't even know you ran. Yeah, well, they keep that stuff out of the papers, you know. I mean, when you well, have when what what is literally amounting right now to controlled opposition. Are you familiar with that phrase? Do you know what controlled opposition means? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, so controlled opposition means that you're like almost playing for the other side, and that's sort of what we feel like what we've been having. So we've got to create more opportunity, create a deeper bench, and. Uh, get more people involved. This is something that you were even aware of, and I don't talk a whole heck of a lot about, but I thought I would here in the last couple Understood. of days. This, this. this is why I called you, because you need more exposure. If you want to run, are you going to run against Helen? Helen? No, she's she's the Department of the Interior, Bruce. She's the but reason why you're, we you're, can you're, run. You're, you're going to run against her slot, right? Correct, yeah, we're running for her slot. That's an interesting hey. way to put it. Listen, man, you need more exposure. I have a lot of exposure. Uh, I have a radio station. We're on TV. Uh, I've been boarded. But no. Can I finish? The last okay. four years, last four years, voted number one radio personality across all genres, okay? Instant name recognition, instant ability to raise money, instant ability to communicate on the issues and debate. So as far as getting through this, you know, this is a great time to go ahead and do this. And I can tell you I have more name exposure than anybody on the left and the right in this race. So there's a chance for us to take it. I hope that they think better of themselves. Mark Ronchetti, I think I think he yeah. uh, outperformed 
what, 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 let, me, let me finish, Bruce. Uh, what did Mark <laughs> Ronchetti outperform? Uh, what did he get, 45 46%? Yeah, let me check. We have he outperformed the Trump vote in this state. Yeah, so, so if you think of Mark Ronchetti and his name recognition, and he yeah. wasn't a Trump guy, but if you look at it, I think uh, we were... Plus 11 for the state. Is that right? Mm. And I think he outperformed the plus 11 in well, that. Well, the extent I use all the time for Ben Ray because I just loathe Ben Ray so much. Uh, royalty, political royalty in this state, yeah. and he gets 51.7% right. of the vote. Exactly. In a, in a regular election, not Very a special election. Right. Yeah. yeah but he, never, he never ran. And, and he's, a, he's a white boy going against a... a Hispanic dude. Imagine, if, imagine if you had a Hispanic man with uh, name recognition who knew the issues and was a Trump supporter. You would have won that race. That would have been me, Bruce. I appreciate the uh, phone call very much. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. If you want. oh, it's already six thirty seven. We spent the entire hour talking about plane, <laughs> plane crashes, crashes and and Freedom Rock, man. Um, okay, so Dowd. Yes. So the MH Malaysian seventy. Yeah. You got to watch that, okay. and I invite everybody else to go watch it. In fact, post a link to that one. I, it will be in the show notes tonight. But it's really interesting because you remember the Payne Stewart crash. Oh, remember Payne when they, they had lost oxygen hypoxia and, they just and the whole thing just froze. They were flying a frozen popsicle yep. at that time because uh, the uh, high altitude had penetrated uh, the vessel, and then you know Bob's your uncle. They're all flying dead for a long time. They flew for something, I think, something like three hours. Was, until I remember, they ran, yeah. ran for fuel. It was, they were, like, notifying the president and all these things because you're, you're flying what could potentially be something that could be calamitous for yep, people yep. On, the, on the ground. Well, if you go and you look at the MH7, the Malaysian Airlines, and you look at the most costly, most expensive search at that time for a missing aircraft and what they were trying to cover, there's actually a couple of different scenarios that they picked off the beacon that they were bouncing the signals that the plane was still flying five hours later even though it disappeared immediately following its last call over Viet what it was it went from one airspace Malaysia okay, okay. to to Vietnam and they called into radio to Vietnam and they didn't give back the affirmative and these were good guys who had had tens of thousands of hours right, I mean right, these right, were very right. experienced pilots and the plane makes a total U-turn to go back, and it could have gone five different places. So that, the search area is... It went all the way down to men. Australia. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, found yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, three, four years later <laughs> down near Australia. And they, they have these unbelievable ways of tracking things. And you're watching the currents. There's this thing. Right. And right. if you watch a lot of Doppler uh, weather, if you go to a Wonderground or we have a weather page where all our weather information is, you can watch these weather, you know, the move. They can watch the oceans move just like that. <laughs> and so there was a guy who was sort of casting the ocean currents during that time to, so they could track it. But let me tell you, even with all the technology that we had in that vast ocean, you want to see something that's totally awe-inspiring and mean that uh, you're not in control of your own faith and make you believe that there is a God, it's that. Okay. <laughs> like, it is as deep and crazy as that. So it's something that I think that everybody should, should look into. And I think I'm of the opposite school in that the more information I know about something and how deadly it is, the safer I would feel doing it. Mm. So this isn't going to make you less willing to fly. Uh -huh. I don't know some of you just climbing into the, uh, an airplane uh, sometime here in the next year uh, for the very first time in yeah, sure, So, sure. But let me tell you this, it is going to change because these are possibly the... There's almost nothing that can go wrong in an airplane. Backups to backups to backups. Literally almost yeah. nothing. And you're controlled and touched by every single person 
uh, that's on the ground, and they're tracking this stuff. And you have that Flight Radar 24 on your... Uh, remember when I was tracking on the uh, helicopters last year? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You have Flight Radar 24, and if you want to watch it, you can watch these planes, how fast they're going, what altitude they're going at, and uh, it's very interesting. Maybe that's turned into a little bit of a hobby of mine. Well, I know what I'm watching tonight for 24 minutes, the Let Me Know channel. <laughs> uh, you'll probably, you, won't, you won't be able it's to It's addictive because you'll want to watch all the other topics, too. And what's really addictive about it is his ability to digitize it draw out things um, he's, he must be like a supercomputer genius oh, okay. but how uh, in his narrative he's so calm and very specific and then he takes you through the decision tree as to what could have happened. So it's not exploitative or no, not at all. gratuitous. There's zero. No, no. I mean the same thing that happened with um, Kobe Bryant's point. Oh. You know there's a go where he was switching off between visual VFR and IFR and, right, and right. how he could use it and because of the way the fog was going sure. I mean that particular helicopter had to circulate around um, Burbank on the interior in downtown uh, for a while because they couldn't clear the fog before they clear them out that particular pilot got handed off for a trip just from Newport Beach to get to near Calabasas where his uh, whatever sports was. academy was that, that was over there as he was getting over there, he had four different handoffs because the airspace is so busy over Los Angeles. Oh, I bet, yeah. And it's one of those, and you could just hear how tw tranquil and and the guy just never bothered to look at one gauge. What gauge didn't he look at? He got so focused, he got so uh, myopic, and sure, I don't know sure. if that's the right word no, no, there, no. but uh, to focus on the one thing that he never l bothered to look at, see what his gauge was. Until about ten seconds before it oh, hit, and until the you know the in, the, uh, the the voice thing is telling you to pull up, right, right, pull right. up, oh, well, pull yeah, up. Yes. If you want to create a horror story, whatever voice is using for that for the yeah, that'd be a good one to use. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Let's check on weather and traffic very quickly. Sorry, Rudy, and we didn't even include you in all. No, no, well, listen, that would he would have gone through L.A. Santa Monica oh, here we go. to Burbank Rudy and then Van Nuys. Yep. Yeah, well, that would have been the handoff. The helicopter uh, traffic there with Rudy Grande. Let's do it. All right, Dan. We're going to put things together starting with the weather. Doesn't it look good to see the clouds moving on out? I know they're still there. There's a slight chance of snow overnight, but I don't know. Doesn't look like it to me. It will be a cold one, though, going down to about 25 degrees. Tomorrow, though, we're going back up to 65. A nice differential there. I can tell you right now. 47 degrees outside the studio here at the Rock of Talk. Freeway's looking really good right now. And the surface street's not too terribly bad. Again, it's a little slow, though, coming off I-25 if you're going to go south on San Mateo to Academy. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Life Spring at Salon Helena. They are Canyon Water on the east side. And i got to tell you, you not only get the Canyon Water there, but the salt room that Mike has built at uh, Life Spring at Salon Helena is something great for people who have any kind of asthma problems or any kind of, and here it comes, here come the allergies. You want to go to the salt room. 30 minutes in the salt room, and you go to the regular salt room or the one that has the heat in it. You're up to date. All right, we're up to date now as well, and we're going to dive back into the Rock of Talk. Hello, Hal, do you read me? Hello, Hal, do you read me? Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? 
I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. <laughs> what are you talking about, Hal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the park against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. through the emergency airlock. Without your space helmet, Dave, we're going to find that rather difficult. How <laughs> I won't argue with you anymore. Open the doors. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Al? chilling uh, tech scenes of all time, but uh, done actually before Woodstock back yeah. in yeah. 1968 and how true and uh, foretelling uh, is all of that. 2001 A Space Odyssey. I'm sorry, Dave. That's the scene. And that's the HAL 9000. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> that's right. I've got a ways to go before I get to the night. Oh, I see what you're doing. Are you going to doubt? Are you going to put me out? Because <laughs> he heard Eddie, Eddie and I talk. <laughs> I could read your, I could read your lips, Eddie. I see what you did. Good stuff. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, at 4 p.m. Bright and early Thursday. Yeah, I forgot what day it was. There it is. We were so excited about all the good stuff happening here. And uh, for those of you trying to guess what's going to be on the radio station, love to hear from you. You're welcome to text directly. Five fifty fifty five hundred. Bill O'Reilly next. This is but.